well, I didn't have to call the cops on that guy. I think he left, but Good. it was just was an he issue because he was just yeah screaming at the top of his lungs, sitting in my dumpster Good. for the last forty five minutes. <laughs> he was yelling at somebody. I don't think he was actually on the phone or talking to anybody, but he was just like probably yelling at his demons. Yeah, it was some sort of. He was like, "You can't do this to me. You can't kick me out." <laughs> And then I was like standing on the porch listening. And at some point he goes, I may look like a girl, but watch me whip out this pee pee. <laughs> okay, I might call the cops. <laughs> and Brandon are in town which they might come say hi <laughs> speaking of pp speaking of pp no but we played pickleball yesterday oh i um, saw that i wanted to ask yeah it's super fun but what was hilarious was um someone asked us what we did that morning and Brandon was thinking of the word tennis and he goes we played tickleball tickleball <laughs> and then we were like the opposite of and then it's penis and then we're like like penis i was like tickleball and penis it's like that and then we're like are we 12 years old we were like cracking up at that it's like that episode of gilmore when they go to the spa and emily and lorelei go to that bar and she keeps saying the word peanuts but she keeps saying it like oh i love peanuts peanuts peanuts, peanuts. peanuts. <laughs> stop it but like to myself oh. for laughing at it but also right oh. you're like well it's like when she's talking about big flopping balls everywhere or whatever and Lorelai's oh, big yeah. flopping what and she goes balls she goes balls. <laughs> <laughs> you are four you are four I have a big I didn't have time to go get a Cheers. can of wine although I'm kind of jealous um mm. but I have a big Tammy Taylor size glass of white wine yes it's very Tammy V Tammy I'm sure I'll need to take a wee nap after it but that's okay yeah <laughs> I told Mallory that I didn't realize these were 11 percent and that I drove drunk that i drank two two last time and then texted you like i am straight up drunk i am drunk yeah I drunk. if i have Hold one on. of those i'm i'm pretty much like i'm good i'm usually at the point where i'm like yeah i'll have another glass of water you know it's like one. just enough to where you're like yeah yeah i'll drink a little bit tonight sure. i was gonna also wear my panther shirt but i don't have a good like shirt that matches the ha- or like it's too matchy they're right. Like I mean, this was this is too much, but I just thought I would go. But they're for like it. the same shade of blue, so it's cute. Y'all, we are Y'all. gonna have to change from blue to red after tonight. We Nothing are about to transition to be lions. From panthers to lions. Yeah. How do we feel? I I don't know how I feel yet. It I feels know you know exciting it feels sad like we're still cats which is cool cool yeah i don't know i just like it they just kind of drop that at the end of the episode and yeah it's like uh i don't i don't feel like i can process it until i see us like in in the the world stadium or whatever i know and obviously we won't talk about it too much because it's not really happening yet it's not season four yet but i think it's such a brilliant such a brilliant choice i do too because it's like we don't want to overstay our welcome in right. pantherland and they need to shake things like. up 
because yeah. people are graduating and leaving and they we don't want them to like stick around the high school parking lot right sometimes you know daddy can't take a bath with the kids anymore <laughs> <laughs> yeah sometimes daddy has to go be a lion yep you know how it goes that was michael scott well y'all for any of you we have somehow arrived at the end of season three yeah we only have two seasons left i can't believe over a year into the show and we're wrapping up season three how far we have come i know from quarantine to not Two different cities to different houses. Yes. Carly's moving. Just lots oh, of Oh, yeah. Change. My whole apartment is in, bo- well, not the whole thing, but there are boxes everywhere. <laughs> Still got to live there. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yesterday was the realization of like, oh, my <sighs> house is just going to be a disaster all week, which yeah. I know that that's not a big deal, but it is like a big anxiety thing for me. I am like I get obsessive it. about my, like on Sundays, I clean my house and I'm just like, living in the filth right now i'm just like fuck it i'll leave the plate in the sink my sheets are dirty my and i'm like but why would i clean anything i I know on wednesdays we wear pink on sundays we clean our rooms and light a candle yeah i i'm i've kind of gotten that way too i was i was talking to someone that i work with that has young daughters and i he was like oh so there's hope for them i was like oh yeah i was like i used to be a total slob and now like it's so it's now i'm taking it too far right right now i'm like my pillow is off an inch yes well and i just spent so much of my life with everyone calling me a slob and making jokes about how messy i am for so long that now i'm like obsessive about people i'll show you yeah well or just like about because my family still sometimes will crack jokes and i'm like i have been obsessively clean for like at least four or five years you can stop making those jokes now they don't though they have now that that like my family has had to come stay with me so much to help me through treatment and like help me with all of my tests. Now that they have like truly been exposed to how fucking psycho I am, like I'm like, like okay, please, I, get I can't get through this week unless the floors are clean. And they're like, okay, you are for oh. real insane now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, I know you did this to me. You did this. I know I still get the is that Monica in a dress or like <laughs> yes. is she wearing lipstick I'm like guys this was it's been like 13 yes, years like, it's like so long ago it's so long ago when Can I we let this yeah, go yeah I figured out how to put myself together like 10 right. years ago <laughs> Boy. But yes, I I have started the packing process. I'm glad my sister came to help yesterday and I'm glad because I haven't moved in a while and I've never moved with movers. I've always just like, Mm. you know, packed however I wanted or whatever, but like everything needs to be in boxes. Shit needs to be able to close. Like, yep. There are like, it all needs to be organized and labeled and I don't know. I just need to do like a real, and I have like real items now. I'm not just like throwing my clothes into the trash bags or whatever right right but my sister came and I like didn't I had like five or six boxes she was like okay so we need to go to Home Depot and she's like you're gonna need like 30 yes you always need more boxes than you think I'm always going back to Home Depot and loading my car I mean I knew I would need more but she I was just like oh I just thought this would be plenty to get us started and she was like no we'll Uh. fill those up in like five seconds um and I was like okay so like how do you start and she was like you just like (laughs) open up a box and you start putting stuff you just go and I was like uh okay 
okay. Okay. I spent like 30 minutes wrapping up, I think, 12 camera lenses. <laughs> mm. <laughs> like full, bought, like That's all of my camera gear. Um, but yeah. So now there are just towers of boxes, which like I will survive it. But I do feel really bad for Juno because she like oh, can barely yeah. like walk around the apartment right now. Oh, someone's coming in. Oh my hello. gosh. Come wow. Say hello. Hey, hey. TX hey. 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 forever. Clear eyes, full hearts. Can't lose, Can't lose baby. Mal, you look like you just woke up oh, from a little they nap. Can't, they I know. can't hear you. I just realized. I realized. What did you? What did you say? I said Mal looks like she's like fresh from a nap or something. You got a little bedhead. <laughs> she said that Mal looks fresh from a nap. <laughs> I did. I was like fixing my hair. We were getting cozy on the couch, watching some football. Actually, not Ooh. college, but they were they were smooching on the couch. Yeah, we I figured y'all were like making out. We were making out. No, we were. <laughs> we're macking. False news. Macking. Canoodling. What is false, false news? news. <laughs> anyway, that is Mallory and Brandon. Hey. Listeners. Are we on air? It's not live. Yes, we have it's, thousands it's, of people recording. tuning in. Please, yes. don't, please don't edit this out. <laughs> Brandon Arlie, is... it's great to meet you. I know this oh, is yes, talking hello. about Fred. Yes. Do you want to talk about watching Friday Nights for the first time? Friday Night Lights has been... Uh, <laughs> A new experience for me, even though I know the show is not new, but it's taken me into the world of sports, which I already love. Mm, yes. And it's given me a world window into Texas culture, knowing that football is a Which you also thing. love. Um, so really getting attached to the characters. And Who's your fave character? Just enjoying it. So close I, to me. <laughs> yeah, and, Matt and Saracen, I, ask him who he should. Yes, he Matt. I appreciate the, his humility. Mm, mm-hmm. And I think that the way that – I don't know if it was – his, I don't know if his stuttering is it's part of stutter. the character or is it, it is. just is it? Is yeah, it like just, he did that for the character. He's from Chicago. I think that's brilliant yeah. because I think that adds, a, uh, I'm always fascinated when I watch it because it makes He's me just, just like him even more. He's a sweet little farm boy. So sweet, sweet farm boy. And how he inherited such a. Tough life. Just a tough life and such a, you know, voracious role as mm. QB of. Pflugerville, so. Yeah. Flugs. QB of which we're close to That was president, right president of Flugs. Yeah. <laughs> so president I'm on episode 18. So okay. of, Yeah, he's got some catching one. up to do. I know. We'll get there. That's good we'll progress. progress. I won't stay That's any longer because we're talking about finales and I don't want to. Right. No spoilers. No spoilers. Yeah. Will y'all turn the air down? Yeah. <laughs> I'm getting <laughs> When you, well, like, it, downstairs, it's right? the only one. Yeah. Yeah. So just turn it down to like 72. Got it. We'll turn the air down to 72. Thanks. Yeah, it's so getting a little the hot fans. in there. It's getting a little hot in know. here. Yeah. I'm getting all sweaty. <laughs> okay. All right. We're Thanks, gonna, guys. All right. We're going to go ride some scooters around downtown. Down, downtown Austin. Maybe even take one out to Pflugerville. Monica, Whoa. maybe they'll crash one like we did. <laughs> Do they have scooters in Dillon? Tell Arrow, them not to share. Not. Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, Carly and I shared a scooter one time and then and crashed and burned. So get oh. your own. Oh. <laughs> oh. Yikes. Scooterville. We Scooterville. Bye, guys. Bye. Okay, so Carly, when is your move-in date? This next this next weekend. Next so weekend. A, okay. a week from today, okay. the movers Amazing. arrive. Mm. Yeah. Amazing. And I'm I'm already at like the second the boxes came out, I was like, oh, okay, I'm ready to be there now. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm like, okay, seven. So now it's start it's starting to feel like the countdown of days of like. Yes. Um, 
I don't know. I it's, thought it's I would real. feel a little more nostalgic, but I'm just like really excited to get in. To no, the that's house. good. I was going <laughs> to ask you, like, is there any kind of like, oh, because I feel like, yeah, I'll even be if really I'm excited to leave the yeah. neighborhood, but sure. Like, I'm going to miss all of my spots. I'm going li- to miss like five coffee shops that right. I go to and I will really miss my park, Cheeseman Park. Shout out Cheeseman yes. in Denver. Cheese, um, the cheese. The cheese. It's like, it's just my spot. It's where I like became a it's runner. A it's where I like have had lots of cries, lots of happy walks, <laughs> like, and like pushing myself during treatment. It's just, and it's like Gino's favorite spot to roll in the grass. And all yeah. my friends and I had like picnics there. So I'll really miss that. Um, but I have lots of new parks. Yes, new places to explore. Well, why don't you tell people your um, your health update as well? Yes. Okay, so we haven't updated y'all in a little while with my cancer shit. Um, mostly just because um, I think that the last time we talked about it in August, we had a bad round of scans. And that was probably the most difficult, like, cancer hurdle I've ever done. Um, yeah. And then I had to go back on treatment after the summer and we did like the fun little fanny pack chemo, but, um, it also kind of kicked my ass. And after those really hard scans and having to go back on treatment and also like fall was starting and a lot of my friends are like, the world is opening back up. They're like getting back to their lives and they're busy with work. And I was, it was just like a really difficult time. And I really had to sort of put my head down and push through a lot. (laughs) Um, And I was really isolated and it was just difficult. Um, And so we did scans again this week to kind of see how things were going. And amazingly, for the first time in a while, we got really good news. And it was crazy because we had scans on Monday and they were like, it's kind of a mixed response. Like there's some spots we don't like that we think have grown and are like resistant to the chemo, but everything else looks pretty good. And so we were like, yay. yay. Um, and so we had to do more scans to look more closely at some of those spots. And so like, it was just a really difficult week and it was a lot. Um, and, but then when we did the follow-up scans, we found out that like those, that first round of scans, like exacerbated everything. And it, and that was like the best news possible. I literally, it wasn't even on my radar that that could be an option. I was like, best case scenario, we see what we saw on Monday and and nothing new and nothing more. And we're just like, yep, it's what we thought. It's just like a little bigger than we wanted, blah, blah, blah. But it was like, nope. That first scan lied and everything is smaller. Everything has shrunk. And that that chemo that was such a fucking bitch um, actually did, did a lot more than we thought. And so oh, what it God. means is that I qualify for this really exciting trial in Denver. Um, so I get to stay here. A lot of the stuff we're looking at is like far away. And that was really stressing me oh, out. Yeah. Ohio, um, right? Or ugh, I don't even know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then... And then like when we were thinking that those spots weren't, haven't, hadn't shrunk or whatever, we were looking at Mm -hmm. now we have to do some radiation or like stuff before we start this trial. And I was just like really feeling beaten down, but now we don't have to do anything. We can just go straight onto the trial in a like way more comfortable spot. Um, 
And my doctor was like super excited, which makes always makes me super. It was just like the best phone call in the world to get. I, yeah. I had literally like that afternoon just literally was in the had just messaged my boss being like, hey, I'm going to need to like not be at our meetings tomorrow. I'm under too much stress. I'm going to be waiting on this phone call from these scans. And this has just been really hard on me. I don't think I can do it, um, which I don't do very often. <laughs> and right. Um, literally right after I sent that one minute later, my doctor calls me. And when they call right after scans, it, it's either really good or really bad. <laughs> yeah. So I was so like, like the oh, heck. Um, and she was like, I just had to call because I got the report and it looks amazing. Um, and so I was like messaging my boss and I was like, wait, just kidding. JK, please hold. I will be at the meeting. Although I should have just. Right. Still just peaced out them. on that meeting, that 8 a.m. meeting. <laughs> Anyways, we're just so grateful that that the chemo that I just did did what it needed to do. And it's not like everything's gone, but everything has shrunken. The response was good. And, um, that was just everything I needed to hear. I just felt like I didn't have a foothold for a while. And like all that chemo I did last year or whenever the fuck that was. Yeah. Was like, it didn't wreck me that badly. Like I still kind of had my like short buzzed hair and stuff. And I was like, I I don't know. This one was just like, I mean, it's a rough chemo, but it was just like immediately bald. I felt like my face was just, I just felt like I was just, you felt sick. Like you felt sick, which I hate feeling sick. Right. Um, which reminds me of one of my favorite lines from into the wild. Um, although he's quoting Emerson or something, but, um, he says, it's not always just important to be, or not necessarily important to be strong, but to feel strong. And I hate when I don't feel strong and I did not feel strong for the last couple of weeks. And so this is just awesome news. I get a little bit of my life back and we go on this really exciting trial and it's way less intense. Um, so just awesome. awesome. Monica and I haven't gotten like a batch of good news probably since like May really. So no. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's like we, we needed this so badly. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I, I did. (sighs) I, I mean, I happy cry plenty, but like, I literally hung up the phone and like sobbed. Yeah, like I'm sure. <laughs> like just Gina. Gina just looked <laughs> at like, me. Wait, She's like, uh, not again. Are we good? We good? Um, but I just, you know, those moments where you like the stress go lifts off your shoulders, and you just had no realiz or you just have a realization where you're like, I had no idea what I was carrying. <laughs> what I was carrying. Yes. Yeah. Um, so it was awesome news. Monica and I are super excited. And now I get to like focus on my move and be excited about it. I still hadn't like let it be real really. Cause I didn't know what state I would be in. Totally. Um, so feels awesome. Yeah. It's good timing with that as well. I mean, it's obviously like good timing anytime, but like, yeah. Yeah. Praise. Yes. I just haven't had a week where I have like something non cancery to look forward to and like, feeling good i don't know i just haven't had a good Mm. week in a while yeah hey we will keep you updated on all things we will i'll start the trial really soon um yeah and it should be very cool assuming it goes well you know i have at least at least like six weeks of normalcy if it goes really well i'll have lots more than that but um 
So yeah, we didn't we didn't win state, but we've got a lot to look forward to. Hell yeah, right? we do. Yeah, and we have all this season four business. Yes. So much change so is happening. So much change. It's so fast. Uh, okay. <sighs> what other should we do the rest of our housekeeping? Yeah. Wait, so who are what? you? Oh. Uh, my name um no I, I always I think go my first <laughs> I think my name is Monica but I, I think yeah what's your name I'm Carly and I'm Monica and this, and this is, is Texas, Texas Forever, Forever. Season welcome three. back y'all finale welcome and back also just like quick moment to thank everybody for yeah. hanging with us since some of y'all have been with us since day one yeah. Um, oh, we have some longtime listeners. We've got so many new listeners, so many new Panthers. And just thank you all for listening and loving the show and allowing us to be here at the season three finale. I know. We love Thanks y'all, for our little Panthers. Helping us get this far. <laughs> <laughs> and um, yeah, so we've plugged this episode that we're going to do between season three and season four with Miss Lorraine, Miss Luann Stevens. Love yes. letters with Lorraine. And we have received some, but we would like more. We need yeah, more love letters more. from you guys. Yeah. And uh, what is a love letter, Carly? What can people send in and how? You can send us anything. You can send us like crazy first date stories. You can send right. us how you met your like person mm-hmm. and y- your journey getting there. You can send us the struggles that you're having with dating. That's definitely what Monica and I are going to be bringing to the table. Exactly. Yes. Um, uh, you can bring us your success stories, your failures, your questions, your questions, anything that it's all anonymous, anything that you yeah. want us to read and talk about. Um, Monica and I will talk about them, but obviously we're going to have Lorraine there. Yeah, and speaker wisdom. you can send it to us written or a voice memo and we'll play it. But you can DM well, We're not us. doing voice memo because that's anonymous. It can still be so anonymous. Just say, if they, yeah, like if they so. want to send a voice memo, we're not okay, going like, to alter it. your voice. Yeah. Just like don't say your name. <laughs> 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 um, but if you're more comfortable writing it out, totally fine. Right. Um, we did add on our website a really simple and easy little form that you can use to send us your little stories or questions. Yeah. So if you go to txforeverpod.com, it's right there on the front page um, and it's all anonymous. And so you can write us in. So please uh, head to our website and do that. You can also just DM us on Instagram or email us directly at txforeverpod at gmail.com. Yes, you can. So send us your love letters. And then we also on our website have T-shirts available. There are special edition first release uh, with the Devletown artwork that Carly did. Um, from our cover that's out on all platforms and it says TX Forever Podcast. We've had lots of people uh, get t-shirts, post your pictures and tag us. Uh, Honestly, they're really soft and amazing and I can't stop wearing mine. And like we said before, Monica and I are t-shirt picky and I am going to FedEx you. (laughs) Although now I need to dig that box out. It's oh, going to yeah, happen. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. It's, I <laughs> um, totally understand. But I have t-shirts for you. Um, yes. But yeah, they're super cozy. So go ahead and order one of those. They are on our website. And they're delightful. And yeah. Okay, so we also have a new iTunes review, which we read all of our um, Apple Podcasts slash iTunes. I don't know, whatever you call it these days. I, I, am I, I a boomer for calling it iTunes? Maybe. A little bit, but I like... 
we killed it, but it's still there. So it's okay right. to still call it iTunes. I yeah. agree. So, yeah. um, but we read all of those on our show. So please don't forget to go rate and leave us a review um, because they really help us out. Anyways, yeah. we got a lovely review um, from... So nice. And she's... I'll read it aloud because she talks about how hilarious it is that it doesn't let you change your like username from whenever you originally made your account or whatever. Um, because this is from Mandy Doodle Jump Lover. And I fucking love that. I love that. Yeah. Um, thanks, Mandy Doodle Jump Lover. Yeah. Um, but she wrote in to say, I can't think of a more creative title. This is a really amazing podcast. I stumbled across the podcast a few weeks ago. And as a good millennial, I've been binging and am a few episodes into season two. Like the host, I'm a huge Gilmore Girls and Gilmore Guys fan and we have similar tastes outside of friday night lights like parks and rec office harry potter etc mm. so i really enjoy the occasional outside references uh, lol i was like <laughs> thank you for calling it occasional, occasional? that's that's a euphemism <laughs> <laughs> it's like very, uh, very annoyingly kind of often <laughs> carly and monica are delightful to listen to and their close bond and long friendship makes for amazing chemistry and dynamic conversations on air the podcast Aww. is well organized and i really enjoy the sections especially music corner and tammy time yeah. I'm also really enjoying the TX Talks and all of the guests. Y'all, if our TX Talks are when we have our cast members on, check them out. Yes. Loving the Gilmore Guys guest crossovers, including the great <laughs> Gilmore Guy, Kevin, Kevin D. Porter himself. So jealous. Um, y'all just need to get Demi. He was the other host of Gilmore Guys. Uh, yes. To watch Friday Night Lights and come on the show. Don't worry, Mandel Doodle Jump Lover. We are trying to get <laughs> we Demi. We are working on Mr. Demi. We uh, wait, I say it's the same. A digi-wee-bay. A digi-wee-bay. Um, I don't know how I had that ready to go. You got but. it. I know. You were right, right for it. <laughs> this is turning into a novel, but this has become such a comfort, and whenever I'm on the bus or walking somewhere, it's on. Also, I oh. can't figure out how to change my username for the submission, but I'm dying because what a great throwback. Ha ha. Mandy, oh. doodle jump lover, we love you. So Thanks nice. for writing in. And all of you other bozos, next time you poo. Leave a, Leave a review. And she said, I can't think of a more creative title. Her creative title for the review is Amazing FNL Podcast. So uh, which we'll always take. Which we'll always take. We don't have to be creative with the yeah. title, whatever. If you Just didn't know, Monica and I love a damn compliment. So in any <laughs> we form, well written exactly. or poorly written, <laughs> we love it. Love a compliment. Talk about love us more. Mm, yes. And then, Carly, why don't you say our one fact check, which I'm sure there were more, but we just didn't catch many um, before we listened to our promo. Yeah. Um, I just wanted this <laughs> yep. isn't a true fact check, but I just realized that in our episode with Allison Miller, uh, she stars on A Million Little Things on ABC. She was amazing. Check out her episode. Um, but she was talking about how her co-star on A Million Little Things is, was on Weeds. His name is uh, Romani, Romani Malco. And I was like, oh, who is he? And I didn't know his name. And I realized that I'm such a dum-dum because he's freaking Conrad on Weeds, who is not only like one of the best characters, but also one of the sexiest, which is really mm. important. And there's he's a very famous. Baby Mama. Yes, he's in Baby Mama. He's hilarious. Um, anyways, he's an amazing actor. And I hate that I didn't. I just didn't know his name, I guess. Um, but whatever. Uh, there's also a very famous scene in the second season of Weeds where uh, there's a butt shot of his. 
and uh, he has a beautiful, beautiful tushy. So check it out. We love him. Um, I can't believe I missed that breath. But shout out Ramani Malco. <laughs> yeah, I have to read what Carly put. Carl's had a dumb and didn't realize he plays the best actor on the show. <laughs> Parentheses, great butt, too. <laughs> Parentheses, great butt. Parentheses, Please great put butt. that on my tombstone. <laughs> Parentheses, great butt. Like the, you know, the the timeline of your life. Carly yes. J. Routledge, great butt, too. Great butt. Yeah. Okay, y'all. I found a promo, and as you know, we've been playing the DirecTV ones all season. This feels like a fan-made one, but it, it's on the same channel as all the rest of them. It just felt a little a little fanny, but... I'm <laughs> curious to hear it, fanny. because I have thoughts about why it may be like that for this episode in particular. Okay, well, here we go. <laughs> Friday Night Lights, the season finale... It's a different announcer, or right. ...from a small town in the heart of Texas... The lives you've come to know will change forever. Dreams realized. Dreams lost. <laughs> Don't miss the season finale of Friday Night Lights next week on the 101 Network, only on DirecTV. And it says in the description, promo for possibly the final episode of Friday Night Lights But that's because, three, remember, episode. they were kind of like... Oh, because it was yeah. maybe going to... And I think that it had been announced at this point, but maybe this person wasn't in the know. Yeah, I guess it's legit. It just felt the most feel, um, felt weird, like Jim and Pam montage YouTube the video was that different I would watch. And when the I was pacing 13. was awkward, strange, and it was just like dreams will come true, dreams will end. <laughs> I'm kind of nothing not will be the same because <laughs> not to spoil, but like that's kind of how I felt about this episode. Oh well and also sorry one more thing about the promo then we'll actually talk about the episode um they no, didn't have won't. any sound bites of of the episode like it was just the narrator saying that's things true. and there were scenes from the show and it, that's why it felt weird but whatever so it was like a weird radio cut or something I don't yeah know. yeah who knows but yeah this Red. is definitely yeah not the best finale in the world no it was weird <laughs> or well not weird <laughs> but like i we'll get into it We'll get into it. Okay, so I have to be synopsis. This episode came out January 14th, 2009. Swine 09. Swine 09. Skipping ahead five months in time, Dylan High School finds its graduating classes with colon, Lila, whose father has come up with a plan for her to still possibly attend Vanderbilt. Matt, who plans to attend a school in Chicago away from Julie. Tim, whose brother tries to get a mechanic's garage going while planning to attend college himself. And Tyra, whose application is still up in the air so in wanting to attend misplaced in wanting to attend TU. <laughs> oh my. This is the biggest movie dude fail I've T-U. seen so far. TU. PU. Weird. Wow. Meanwhile, the issues, no, meanwhile, the issue over splitting Dylan high school seems small compared to the fact that outside influences such as money and control for, for power continue. Dot, dot, is that dot. new well in, in the world the issue of splitting dylan <laughs> high school is not small it's it's all wrapped up in the money and the control for power yeah and interesting the money and Terrible control job. for power yeah since the it's, beginning it's of humankind of movie dude right it's not it's a always, new yeah anyway so that's our terrible synopsis. 
so many misplaced pronouns you know yeah, right and then the weird like tim is opening a mechanic shop while planning to attend college himself his brother's opening it he wants to stay and help him yeah, billy's but, not going to college right <laughs> i just put the line in my head where <laughs> daryl uh when uh, at the career fair episode when Mike was like, well, we don't want to get those people to come to our booth because uh, they ain't going to college or whatever. Oh, Daryl's yeah. like, what college did you go to, Mike? Oh, yeah. I love that he like, like, looks at the camera and just Running ignores. joke that Michael didn't go to college, but they really don't like hammer that joke. They just like reference it a couple of times and right. it's, it makes it so hilarious. What about, and I think it's fun run when they're trying to figure out what to do for Meredith. And she goes, why don't we make a, Dwight goes, why don't we make a college fund for his for her son? And Michael oh, yeah. goes, have you seen that kid? He's not going to college. Not going to college. <laughs> also, um, my some of my coworkers, like some of my closest coworkers, are um, Hispanic, and we were joking about the part when he uh, Oscar is getting something confused, and Michael looks mm. at the camera and he goes, "Not a native speaker." <laughs> God, Michael, I know. Ugh. Yeah, I have seen lots of things on Twitter and Facebook and stuff where people are just like, it just sucks that like, you know, they could make the office nowadays. And I'm like, well, what? That's, well, it got made when it, it got, got made. made. Yeah. Right. It's not like people are telling you not to watch it now. It's just no. like the time right now it's is just, it's not. Everything is a, a product of like the current culture. That, right. That's, exactly. It got made when it got made yeah so just celebrate <laughs> it, it matter and you it. couldn't make it now who cares yeah i totally agree well and i think it's because people talk about doing like a revival and um right i think that uh a lot of the actors have been like no which i well, am i agree with i want i don't i don't want them to do it i don't want to do it i don't even like not revivals. because of like the timing just because i don't want them to ruin it but also Steve Carell was misquoted. There's that headline everywhere that's like, Steve Carell doesn't think it could be made today. Mm-hmm. And he came on um, Brian Baumgartner's <laughs> Brian Brian podcast. Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> and um, I can't remember exactly what he said, but he was like, yeah, I, I was actually misquoted on that. I didn't really say that exactly. Oh. Um, I mean, I think He's the conclusion wrong, is the but same, like but he just explains it more. And yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It was kind of a soundbite that was. Yeah. Well, and I just. I mean, the, already the we last few seasons it. were like we're, we're, we're rough. rough. I don't yeah. think we need them. Anywho, anywho. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay, should we Texas things? I don't know. Ah, I know we it's, so show, I also, it's so weird. Also, y'all, no babysitters. It's I know, just it's Monty been a while. I, as as is tradition mm. for the pod, Monica and I like to go to fly solo for all the yes. season finales because you, you know, know it's just know. important that exactly. We couldn't our find a buddy. We yeah. can't pick our favorite buddy for the finale. Like, of course, they're all too great. Yeah, of course. Of course. So we gotta we gotta go with the goats. Us. Monica, <laughs> you know us, the goats. And the, I would like y'all to know, as you, you'll see the screenshot on our Instagram, um, mm. but we are in our panther garb. Yeah. Which we oh, realize yeah. is maybe the last time. I know. I mean, I'm, I'm still gonna... gonna wear the hell out of my panther stuff, but like, oh yeah, but I'm gonna have lions. to get some lion garb. I do look good in red. Yeah. I think I'm going to get, garb. I mean, I'm going to get a lion t-shirt, maybe a jersey and possibly <gasps> a hat. You know what I'm going to make? I'm going to make a replica of that hat that Luna Lovegood makes 
in mm. the sixth book where it's a real lion and it roars. Yes, where she, she is Hufflepuff, but she is cheering for Gryffindor against yes. Slytherin. Yes, yeah. of course. Yep, 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 yep. <laughs> Love our Luna. Love our Looney Looney. Here we go. <laughs> Texas Thanks. Let's do it. Texas is a place I didn't Oh, which quick um, fun fact. So I, I saw George Strait a little bit at um, ACL. Oh, fun. It was funny because it was during Miley. So my roommate and I went to George Strait. Miley Cyrus? Yeah. Oh, Then wow. we went to Miley. And George was later. So his set finished later. So we went George, Miley, George. And George, Miley, George. Love me some George Strait. I mean, he's classic, whatever. But just the energy coming, like, we screamed the climb with Miley. We, like, sang. Yeah. And then it was, like. Very different vibe. Burr, burr, yeah, and I was, like, oh, buzzkill. But then no one does, like, a a encore at, usually at festivals and especially at ACL because they have a time, like, a strict timeout for yeah. the city. And so we're like, I guess he's not playing all my exes, even though that's his biggest hits. We all left. And then he came back on and played it. But the best part was everyone was just walking out of ACL and they were like, Texas is like we were all singing it together as we left. So it was really fun. That's fun. Yeah. Um, Love me some George Strait. Okay, this episode, as opposed to last episode where we were literally in Austin, for whatever reason, this episode was filled with texas <laughs> yeah i have a lot of texas things oh my gosh i mean Hella we've got riggins rigs and we have the longhorn that is placed above the title and also the literal longhorn that they okay wait let's start purchased. from the top okay right let's go from the top the fake longhorn <laughs> <laughs> i didn't even notice that actually i like that. yeah that was my first one um my first one was just like the whole intro montage but particularly mm-hmm. just the lake in the dock with Tyra and Landry, which by the way, very cute. Very cute. Um, but yeah, Agreed. Lake hashtag Lake life. Very mm-hmm. Texas. Yeah. Um, I also noted, this is a very minor one, but the way that buddy always refers addresses Lila as, Hey baby. Like oh, that yeah. is such, I just know a lot of Texas dads who, say to their daughters just like hi baby hi baby like, i just the way he says it to lila is very cute and i feel like it is was, cute it's hi, very texasy yes okay so then there's the auction so the whole auction <laughs> the whole auction yeah. just in general but then the owl head made out of a deer's rear end yes i, I zoomed it. it i wrote the owl head i was like would you buy it i would buy it I, psh, yeah put I it up in my it. garage i think it would go great in my new house yeah, you should you should get that off Facebook Marketplace. I'll see. I'll just type in "deer butt owl, owl. face." <laughs> yeah, it should come up <laughs> after that. Yeah, <laughs> In my experience, yeah, it'll pop right up. Right, and then Tim and Billy buy an actual steer, a literal longhorn steer. And why did they do that again? It was it going to be a mascot for Riggs? Or think they, they were, were just, just like, like we fun? have extra money. Let's let's buy a fucking longhorn um i do think there was a little bit of a mascot situation going on though i i think that was like the purpose yep um i also wrote landry yelling at tyra in a random field sure like just like straight farm field Mm. ranch like yeah side of the highway situation yep and we also had a similar situation with billy and tim on the way home from the auction with the longhorn in the trailer like in the trailer uh, so many things a truck (laughs) you can't start it 
And then what about um, Tim calling a baby a football? I did love that. (laughs) He's like, you got a little football. We'll play. Oh, we will get there. (laughs) But I have so many thoughts. Yep. I have so much inside of me. Um, Okay. And then let's move on to the wedding. Cowboy hats at the wedding. (laughs) White. And then everything. Cowboy suits. And the mariachi band playing. Wait, what is a cowboy suit? Um, in my head, it is uh, what they were wearing. I mean, it was like white hat, white blazer, white, and like. Well, they were white tuxedos. Oh, with and like a bo- bolo pink. tie. Or well, they weren't bolo. Although I, I wish know. they had been. That what right? a missed opportunity. Yeah. Although I have more fashion notes on this episode than I think I've ever had on any episode. <laughs> so we'll get into it. Great, great. Um, but yeah, they were like pink. Um shit what are those ruffles are like it's not it wasn't a, it was like an untied bow tie that like clips is that what a lapel is i don't know no lapels are like the sides i don't know oh. how to describe a lapel other than the, like if you were gonna kiss a dude and he was wearing a suit and you grabbed mm. his suit you know oh. you would grab those lapels okay you know what i mean love that description but i don't know how you know it's like the front i literally don't know how else to describe it. i if think you, i know what you mean it's almost like a vest but it's not no, it's, it's like, like part you know, of the shirt. A, you know, on a suit, the part that folds forwards oh, in the duh. front, those yes. are lapels. Got and it, I literally it. only know that from Gilmore Girls <laughs> and the yeah. episode when they don't shut up about Logan's lapels. <laughs> L- Logan's lapels, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, pretty much the entire wedding. Yeah. But I also did put, I hope you got this one. Mm. First of all, the wedding at Dylan Lodge adorable it was basically yeah. a barn but yeah. boy were there a lot of shiners in hand oh i miss lots that. of shiner box love it i actually have shiner in my fridge right now and i almost <sighs> i i wanted to have one while we recorded but i just like don't love beer that much anymore and i really didn't yeah. want to like pee five times while we were recording i know speaking so of which i'm gonna have to pee me. a few times that's drinking fine. a shiner imagine i'm popping up in a shiner Ooh, but there were lots once it's of christmas shiners. time we got to drink yes. shiner cheer on shiner the cheer. Shiner cheer. last year when i was sober i missed out on the holiday cheer yeah i mean not in general just right. the shiner bock version <laughs> <laughs> also my the liquor store in my neighborhood already has it um, wow that's I, soon. I was like wait no no it's like not, not, not halloween yet yeah shut up shut up it's Oktoberfest season only yes um yeah those were all my texas things yeah i think we definitely get bingo bingo bunko i think so on that one yeah for sure we we definitely we got the steer we got um the all of the wedding business yeah 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 we got it the cowboy hats i give us that bingo bango bunko we deserve it let us have it let us have it good night (laughs) film or music um let's do music first because i don't cool. have a big film section and i figured okay. you might have a fun music section I have a fun week. music section yeah so speaking i mean continue to speak on the wedding the wedding song that they walk down to is peter frampton's baby i love your way and i don't know if you noticed well, a this. strange version of it a strange version of it did you notice i I don't know if this was on purpose, but like the guy was looking at the the guitarist, like annoyed, like he was messing up or something. Like there yeah, was moments had, where he was like, there was like a lot of tension or like, just like 
a lot of air t- screen time for that <laughs> band. Yeah, I know. I was like, and I tried to figure people? out who they were and who the wedding band was. I couldn't, I couldn't figure it out. But I'm I guess sure they, were they were just were like local artists. Local, or something. Yeah, and maybe they just wanted to. They sounded them, like they did not they sound really, very good. Yeah, like really drunk all. or just kind of like struggling through it. Yeah, but it was perfect. Like, yes, it was the they're not going to have a great band in a small town. Yes. Like, it was just, it was perfect. And yeah, there were a couple of songs that I wanted to talk about. Um, the song when uh, Matt is moving Lorraine in for the first time to the uh, nursing home was really good. It's called Beautiful by Gary Jules yes. and the Group Rules. <laughs> but before I play that, that, five times fast. <laughs> Gary Jules and the group rules. Gary Jules and the group. <laughs> oh, uh, the song that starts this episode is something good. This way comes Jacob. Yes, Dylan. That was my yes, favorite, which is great. It's on it's featured on the soundtrack. Um, Jacob Dylan is maybe not obviously, but obviously Bob Dylan's son. Um, oh, and I, I pulled, didn't know that. Did you not know? Oh, great. No, well, I've been jamming to this song since high school. It's, it's on still to this day, a number of my playlists. I love yes, this song. It's so good. And it's such a fun, I mean, I love songs that take like a classic phrase and spin it. So yeah. it's like something wicked this way comes, something good this way comes. Yeah. So Jacob Dylan was born in New York to musician Bob Dylan and model Sarah Lowndes. Dylan began his musical career in various indie bands before creating the Wallflowers in 1989. So that's his big band. Um, they had that song one headlight, which is a big hit. Um, it's listed oh, at right. number 58 on Rolling Stones list of the hundred greatest pop songs. And he won two Grammy awards for that song. And I thought this was just cute in 1989, Jacob Dylan, along with his childhood friend, Toby Miller formed a rock band named the apples. And later it was changed to the wallflowers. The <laughs> it's just so pure. The apples, oh, well. the wallflowers. Yeah. Um, it's like, I just need it to be something organic. Exactly. And just keep it simple. But I've always loved um, Jacob Dylan's voice. I think, I mean, it's obviously a lot less aggressive and weird than Bob Dylan's, even though he is a legend and an amazing lyricist. But Jacob Dylan has a really sweet tone. Um, and yeah, what a, le- what a legacy to leave. So we're going to play both of these songs. Um, I'll play Jacob Dylan first, and then we'll listen to the Gary Jewell song. Got my window open wide. I got my window open wide. I got a good woman by my side. I got a good woman by my side. Now this kind of day has no night. Yeah, this kind of day has no night. And I ain't got much on my mind. I ain't got much on my mind Cause I know something good this way comes Now watching the streets filling up Just so pleasant. Uh, it was perfect for that montage. It was. And I loved it because we had a summer montage at the beginning of season two, which is one of my favorites. But this one had like such different energy and it was so yeah. like chill and relaxing. Ugh. It was just, and it's that it's, it totally encapsulated that time before college. You're like yes. done with high school. You don't have to care about grades anymore. You don't even care about your finals because you're already in college. So they're just like straight chilling and, you know, yeah. sitting by the pool. But there's and like a I tinge of sadness. I don't know, which is why yeah, I also love the episode, episode title, but 
talkative. Yes, exactly. I, I kind of want to play one headlight now that we're yeah, talking about please. it. So I'm going to play a little bit of that too. And yeah, so Jacob Dylan, that, that song is from 2008. Um, so it's kind of, it's just like a year before uh, this episode came out. But uh, Wallflowers was his original band. So he went solo after it. But you'll recognize this song. So that's Mr. Jacob Dylan. And before we close out this section, oh, and that song's from 1996, by the way, we will play the Gary Jewell song, which played when Matt was originally moving in Lorraine to her nursing home. Yeah. Ugh, wish that scene. Ugh. I mean, I don't want to be premature, but game ball to Matt and Lorraine. So damn sweet. Actually, I have a few game balls, I feel like. Yeah. But is it any wonder? With all the heavenly influences to be under. We know. pretty small band it's just a good song yeah hmm. it was a lot i loved all the music in this episode i did too it was a good solid just music good i feel like they hadn't had like a lot of like standout songs in the last couple of episodes music hadn't Agreed. really like been a forefront i'm glad they kind of brought that back yeah and i'm pretty sure i mean that amazing scene the fi- final scene when they're at east Dillon high I think I don't think that was an explosion song. I think that was Mr. Snuffy Walden who Snuffs. does the theme song that it sounds very explosionsy. Um yes. that was just Which like a very long the whole story cinematic behind Snuffy Walden and the theme yeah. song. It's you great. can check out our uh TX Talk with Liza Richardson, the music supervisor. Yeah. It's like a whole cool story. It was fun yeah. to learn about. Mm-hmm. All right, why don't we film it up? Film it up. I thought a burp was going to come, but it it didn't. Mm. 
Maybe, maybe next time. Maybe. Okay. So, <laughs> I haven't said this in a while, but I don't have a ton for you guys today. <laughs> we had a lot going on last week with um, going to Austin, filming State, and being in the stadium and everything. And this was um, kind of a low-key finale. Um, and so there's not a ton to talk about, but I did just want to first off, obviously, I have a fave frame. Obvi. And I think it's no surprise mm. that it is at the time code 4414 um, when we start pulling out to the wide shot of Tammy and Eric surveying their new challenge, their new territory, which yeah. in parentheses, I put everything the light touches. <laughs> <laughs> That's so true. Um, but there was some golden light and they just kind of held each other and looked over their next like challenge and project. Yeah. And of course, I loved that. I like almost picked there was like a number of them from the wedding that I loved, especially with there was a competing Tim and Lila moment. But the like arm in arm coach and Tammy is just it's just top. iconic. It's just top. And I love how they pan out and you get the like East Dillon Lions. Yes. Um, on the stadium right behind them. And so it was just, Hey Carly, gorgeous. You're the top. You have graduated. (laughs) (laughs) You're the top. That is season seven. Go wait. Now I'm trying to think of the next one. I know you're the top. You you must be elated. (laughs) Oh boy. Five and a cap. Which I'm like, is that a sorority? No, Phi Beta Kappa is um, an acknowledgement you get if you made a certain GPA. Okay, good. I was like, that's a total plot hole if she yeah, was supposed to be a part of a server. No, yeah, you get Phi Beta Kappa if you make like 3.8 or 4.0 or something. Oh, okay. Anywho, sorry. I Wrong wasn't Phi Beta Kappa. <laughs> no, because who cares in college? Yeah. Kind of. I mean, it's more about... I think my dad was in undergrad, but nice. I think it met. I mean, he's like in engineering. So going on right. to grad school at UT, hook him. Oh, yeah. Um, definitely going on to grad school. I, I didn't need sure a 4.0 in songwriting. <laughs> nice. But I was um, whatever, cum laude, whatever. I had the little rope. Um, yeah, I did not. Not Summa, Magna. Is that the yeah. smaller one? Yeah, I was the, that, like, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't get any accolades, but in my defense, I was a science major and yeah, I take organic so, chemistry. So like, bitch, I got so C's. Sorry. You should just, I know, I was about to say, you should just get your own thing for that. Cause that's, yeah. Yeah. And it's bullshit because it's still, um, a MFA or whatever, or you don't get the, literally oh, people a... in the fucking business school got MS, oh, masters weird. of science. And I literally, literally majored in science yeah i'm like i took organic chemistry and i don't get a master's of science i get uh because it's uh arts and sciences so it's like it's master's bfa of bachelor of fine no, arts no, no it's no. just a regular ba but it's not the oh, bachelor, bachelor of, of arts science, which is that's so fucking weird. bullshit well that was like, I'm like me. these bitches in the business school i watched them cheat on every test like yeah. i like no well, i they're not science i was bachelor yeah, of arts obviously songwriting science. music business and i had to take biology my senior year oh my like, god i'd take algebra my senior year oh man i know those my, classes that like, you put advisor, off well my advisor messed up and she was like mm-hmm. i'm so sorry but you need a math credit and i fucked up and i didn't tell you and i didn't realize yeah. it sooner and i was like and i literally almost failed it because fuck algebra right anywho what are we talking about film oh my film 
Um, you were um, talking about your fave frame and I derailed. Yes. Yes. Okay. So loved that moment. And it was just a gorgeous shot with the golden hour and the zoom out. Mm. Um, just beautiful. Um, so this episode was written by our boy, Jason Kadams. Um, usually with the season finales, we typically just get um, the main head honchos in there. To wrap things up, we were also directed by Jeff Reiner, who's pretty much become our, like, episode regular director. Um, Yep, he's great. And, um, oh, the other thing I just wanted to note is that we did go back to Austin. Um, There's a quick moment of Tyra at the UT campus. And that is clear because that fountain is very famous. Um, If you're familiar with UT at all, you recognized it. But it is called the Littlefield Fountain, and it's on the UT campus. Big fountain. It's gorgeous. People take all their graduation photos and blah, 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 engagement and splish, splash. I don't know. Whatever. We don't have, we didn't have a fountain at CU. (laughs) Splish, splash. We had a fountain, but I, and I stuck my head in it when I was moving freshmen in for hours and hours. Yeah. We just had the beautiful mountains and a big buffalo <laughs> we just had like the rockies <laughs> i did get to graduate outside like in front of the rockies <laughs> yes pretty pretty, pretty gorgeous pretty, pretty pretty gorgeous i got i don't know if i've said this i got my um vaccine on ut's campus and it was hmm. a freaking blast it was like i was at an orientation they were like come on down that is fun i don't i really think i've only been on the ut campus once or twice yeah like i haven't been that much football honestly. game yeah like a long time ago i haven't been yeah. since i've moved here um because i'm old we are old um but yeah so that is the little little field fountain um i also just made a note i found out a little bit more about the direct tv nbc thing so like oh, please at the we kind of talked about this before but at the end of this season is when it was announced that so like direct tv paid for season three and it aired on that's why we have those funny promos so like the 101 network uh which was a new thing for direct tv and then for seasons four and five it was announced around this time that nbc and direct tv were going to joint uh sign and pay for the next two seasons but it's really weird because I was finding a lot of things online about pe- people were saying like, oh, sorry if you like I watched the direct TV, sorry for spoilers or whatever. And I was like, why do people keep saying that they literally so this pre streaming y'all we are old yeah. before things would just like hit Netflix or hit the Internet. So season three aired on direct TV. But once NBC got involved and bought the show, essentially, it aired again on NBC so here i'll read the little um wikipedia thing so it aired originally or season three aired originally on direct tv's the one-on-one network uh starting on january 14th or no sorry concluding so like this finale aired january 14th 2009 and then they ran season three all 13 episodes again on nbc starting two nights later january 16th Wow. And it concluded its run on April 10th, 2009. Okay. So they ran it twice, 
which like nowadays is hilarious because that's right. like not a thing. No. So if people didn't have direct TV, they had to wait for the NBC release. Yes. Okay. So like the Slant Magazine, the guy who writes the reviews for Slant Magazine was like, sorry, I have direct TV. I watched it early. And he was asking his readers, he was like, do y'all want me to like write it? things again like when nbc oh, airs yeah. and so it's just kind of weird they like aired it consecutively the same yeah um it is weird season um and then let's see and then it was released on dvd in may oh wow okay so like all things that wouldn't happen now <laughs> right <laughs> literally everything that is yeah and then I'm obsolete. sure they aired concurrently starting in season four or whatever. But yeah. um, I just thought that was kind of a funny tidbit. I know that is, that is fun. And apparently I think there's some difference in content. Like I think there were some probably editing differences and maybe music differences or things like I'm sure, that. I'm sure there was music differences. Because yeah. some people online were like, sorry if this if there were any scenes I talked about that were cut in the NBC version or whatever. Right. Because I wonder if DirecTV like, and NBC had different budgets. And so they would have to... I mean, I'm sure they did. So I'm I'm sure that affected some of the scenes and music choices, especially. Totally. Yeah. So it's just kind of weird. That, I like know literally things. two days later, they're like, okay, now we'll air it on network TV. Right. Um, but anywho. anywho. Um, and then my final just it's not a real film though, but I did just want to note, I can't remember what they actually paid in the episode. I should have gone back and checked. But I did look up how much a literal longhorn costs. <laughs> great um for a full steer like a mm -hmm. fully grown steer like they bought it's like 1200 bucks or up can range from like 1200 dollars to like ten thousand dollars that honestly that tracks i know right i was That's gonna say multiple thousands cow. but like such a dumb purchase and i can't That's remember if the steer the ever comes back thing right the freaking copper wire i know i hope they don't abuse the steer I know. I don't remember if that home. plot continues. I'm sure they address. I feel like I, I remember so. them maybe addressing where that they get rid of it or something. Or maybe yeah. it just, I guess we'll find out. I guess we'll find out. Stay tuned. And that concludes my wee film section. Mm. I've been watching, rewatching Dairy Girls. Blessed. So everything is we. Oh, amazing. All right. Let's do it. Let's do it. So, oh my God, I'm sorry. We start out. Ow. We and oh no, I, just, I dropped. I heard that. Ankle. I dropped it on my ankle. Owie, owie, me, 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 me. I know my knees are like already really bruised from tripping over boxes and shit all over my apartment. <laughs> I know. So I I learned about myself that because my left eye is so dominant seeing wise, but my oh, right really? hand is dominant. Cause, yeah, because I have an astigmatism in my right eye. So I really rely on my left, and Remember that's why I TV commercials. You may have an astigmatism. You may have a. If you do, call this number. <laughs> but that's why I shoot pool left-handed. I also I don't shoot a gun a lot, but anytime I have, I've shot left-handed because <laughs> my left eye is more. I'm weird with my feet, or so like. Oh, are you? Yeah. So like with soccer, I'm right-footed, mm -hmm. but with gymnastics, all my life growing up, I lead with my left. Right. So. I'm right hand dominant, but left eye dominant. And that makes me like run into things a lot. That's why like, I'm <laughs> so bruised all the time because so my, like, mom, my perception's off. My mom only has one bad eye also. I don't know if it's an astigmatism or just her vision or whatever, mm -hmm. but she wears one contact and it's like Ooh. the funniest fucking thing ever. Every, that sucks. We, we jokes. 
I think it's hilarious. <laughs> we just joke that she's Mike Wazowski like all the time. Right. She's like, oh, I got to go put in my contact. <laughs> and I always just picture her like putting in like a giant. Monsters Inc. Interruptus. We should have her on. We should interview her for Monsters oh Inc. Interruptus. Yeah, no, I, my left eye is still not great. So I still have to wear both, but my right is a lot worse. Anyway, this is not interesting. So we start out the episode <laughs> five months later in Dylan, a montage we're at Beautiful the lake. We're montage. at the pool. Oh, yes. God, I loved oh. it. I'm so glad it wasn't just like a five months later thing. I know. I liked it, it too. Was, it, it was very clear what it It set happened. the scene. Yes. Yeah. And also, okay, so then it leads into, then we start like, like, oh, and Matt and Juliet, the movies. That made me really I warm and fuzzy. That. But oh. the Tyra Landry and the, and the, that was like, the best. was the best. I forgot oh, yeah. that they were like together all summer long and stuff. I I, that was fun to I rediscover. Yeah, because they just I got back together like last episode. Girl. I was like, yeah. oh, I forgot. I forgot. Y'all are like dating again. And okay, so then like the conversation starts bleeding into the music, like the montage is starting to end. Yeah. And they're at like a waffle dinner, which I was like, is this like a pancake breakfast, but it's waffles? Yeah, I think it was okay. like a waffle <laughs> Waffle, waffle like a breakfast for dinner situation for i was way too stressed about how to write this out of my notes i was like i wrote waffle dinner uh, i literally just wrote mm, waffles yeah like i don't know why <laughs> i felt like i had to name it but it was really stressing me out it was just like uh waffles for seniors yes exactly and let's talk about where they're going to college let's celebrate it yeah which also yeah. like i don't think i would want the principal of my school to like announce my college decision and also comment nope. on it <laughs> Agreed. like i feel like every announcement she made she like commented on i was like i know either read a list or like don't i don't I mean, know it'd be I so just... awkward to be like and mary is going to harvard a and bobby job. is going to arkansas like yeah yay like well, it, it was just, just awkward because she was like also san antonio one. state yeah and she's like and we're so proud of our lila she's so smart and blah 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 you know I was that like, was don't, weird don't like comment on that. we do like a senior signing day thing at our schools um for my work and we don't allow them to talk they just go up and hold up their flag and they're like i'm going to blah blah blah, blah or like i'm so going fun. to like military or whatever yeah and we're very strict are like and then you're done <laughs> right like, like we don't it's need awkward a, once you start yeah it's awkward we just i feel like at our school we we just had that day where we all wore our college t-shirts and then just like went oh, on yeah. a big yeah i remember yeah. i was undecided i think i took a while i think i was really late like, i was Tyra. late too i didn't decide till april i don't think yeah because i don't think people knew where i was going until my hat my decorated hat for graduation oh because what were you, what were your what were you deciding between I was deciding between, I remember I got a, like almost a full ride to OU, Oklahoma University. Oh, right. And then I got into Boston College, which was like always my dream school. That was always the dream. Yeah. But then I, and I got in, Yeah. but then I visited and I like, didn't like it. And yeah. my dad was like, you don't want to go into this much debt, like just for undergrad. He was like, yeah, we'll like go somewhere where you can really excel for yeah. undergrad because I knew I wanted to do more school it was like go somewhere where you can like be top of your class and and like I didn't even think of CU that was like our shout out Randy our college oh, advisor um he was like I think you'd like it and I was like <laughs> I, I was like no by principle I don't one of my 
rules was that I didn't want to go to a school with a confusing name. <laughs> yeah. Because, like, I, I was looking at, like, uh, the school my older brother went to, Washington University in St. Louis. And I was like, I, I don't want Washington. to go to one of those schools with the name that's weird. And then yeah. University of Colorado at Boulder, CU. <laughs> right. Oh, my God. <laughs> my, I know. But all I I didn't think I was going to like it. And so it was really late. I think I went to like admitted students day. And of course, just like driving into the, from the airport to the school, you like come over right. this big hill in the mountains. And I was like, started crying. And I was like, yep. Yep. Same thing. It was like, I, I had gone to Belmont three times. I went. Really? Um, I didn't yeah. remember that. Well, I went in, I went sophomore year and I was, it was so, it was too early. I didn't want to think about college yet. Yeah. And then I went, I actually auditioned for their commercial boys program and didn't get in. And it was oh, funny because songwriting oh, that was... I feel like I kind of remember. Yeah, it was like a horrible experience. And I was like, still hate it. And then when I got into songwriting, I didn't realize until I went to school that songwriting was actually more competitive like than commercial voice. Yeah. Yeah. And honestly, it was like, I mean, we hate <laughs> we hate this phrase. It was a total God thing. But it was. Total that like, God, mama. My voice audition went badly because like I was supposed to be in the songwriting program. Like yeah. 100%. Yeah, and my like visit to Boston College went badly. Went badly, right? <laughs> and I, like, I would have hated it there. Yeah, but going as an admitted student was a game changer. Like I was like, as soon as yes. I was there, and I like they, oh, they want me here. Like, yeah, I want to come. So, yeah, yeah, Crazy. yeah. That was fun. I remember calling. We called my dad from like right after the tour, the campus tour, and we were like, "I'm going here. I'm doing it." we need you to write the check because we're going to go to the bursar's office and like <laughs> sign up now. And he was yeah. like, I'm at oh. the golf course. And we were like, nope, it's a now thing. No, it's like you need to do it right now. Impulse, we're going. We're doing. He was like, yes. ah, okay, well, okay, give me fine. a minute. I got to finish this whole, <laughs> whole thing. He's like, are you sure? And was like, yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh, I remember I, I was still like, I was like, I was getting lunch with my mom at Charleston's. Shout out Charleston's. We love that restaurant. Oh, I love oh, Charleston's. Oh my gosh, we went there with Mr. Kenny. Yes, and he asked us about boys. <laughs> he was like, what about Yo, so-and-so? Did you ever our, roll around with him? Our beloved, <laughs> one of our yes. beloved high school Government. teachers who we like got dinner with after high school at one yeah. point and just like hilarious meeting your teachers outside of high school life. <laughs> right. It's like seeing a dog walk on his hind walk legs. Walk on his hind legs. <laughs> But I remember I was talking to my mom and I was like, I'm, I'm pretty sure it's going to be Belmont. I'm just like, not ready to like totally say it, whatever. Yeah. And then we were walking out and I was so damn tired of getting the question. Hey, how are you doing? Where are you going next Where year? Are you going to school? And I finally yeah. go, I'm going to Belmont. And mom goes, Oh, okay. She is. Oh, okay. <laughs> and that's how I decided. <laughs> oh, I love that. <laughs> yeah. But I, I mean, I had to do the same thing. I was like, Belmont, it's in Nashville. They have a good basketball team. It's a musical school. Like, I, cause no one knew what it was. And then. Yeah. And even I remember it was so annoying with Mallory. She went to freaking Northwestern and everyone was like, yeah. oh, it's cold there. And I'd be like, yeah, it's also like almost an Ivy League school. Can you Well, that was that? like when like, I went to see you, I was pissed because I worked so freaking hard all of high school to get into Boston College. I had right. like pictures all over my desk. And I like I remember I had like printed out things that said like ACT goal 42 or whatever like right right I worked so hard to get in and then I ended up going to see you and everyone's immediate response was oh it's the reputation has changed a little bit now but at the time it was just like oh, the biggest like, party school in the nation right, right number one party school and it was like the weed thing and everyone's immediate response was like oh damn like literally biggest party school in the nation and I was right. like, like I got into buzzing college I exactly didn't go um and see you i don't know i didn't go to any of the other schools yet there it was a big party school but it is also like a really competitive university i mean right. you can like go you know, there and not do anything just like any state 
like public right. school. It's like a work hard, play hard school. It's like Vanderbilt. Yeah. I mean, Vanderbilt's a party school, but it's also obviously very yes. hard to get into. And it's also like one of the top research schools in the nation. And so yeah. like we like science, we have like the best astrophysics program. Like we make astronauts. <laughs> <laughs> we literally make them. <laughs> we do. <laughs> we print and, like out. engineering school. Yeah. There are like so many incredibly smart people right. on the CU campus. And I just remember being so annoyed. I like gotten into the prestigious east coast thing and then everyone was just like oh party school like i remember the college <laughs> book back in the day now it's all internet research but oh, we used yeah. to have like big giant books where you would like look up your college or yeah. like different schools and stuff and i remember there was like a what to bring sort of like category and it was colloquial would be like what to bring to alabama like your party spirit or whatever Ugh. and the cu one was like a tent and a six-pack and you're bummed. And yeah. Yes. And it was like, I was just like, like okay, oh, come on. I mean, but I will say, and this is a, this is a story that contributes to the fact that CU was a party school, but it was also very smart. But one of my favorite stories from you that always makes me laugh when I think about it is Carly said that she, you know, you didn't rush. Cause you were like, you know how sorority girls like in the South are really put together. Like they're like freaking crazy and they do Coke. <laughs> and you go, you, you know, know I, I always like, say that, you know, I always say you're like, I was in the bathroom and um it was like a i don't know what night it was and you saw a girl like with a tooth busted and like blood on her shirt and she was like oh you're like you know like she was like you know party parties or whatever and you're like no i don't know like i don't know about that (laughs) i don't don't want to know about that like i know what partying looks like and it doesn't look like that it shouldn't look like that (laughs) yeah i remember walking i went to one rush event or whatever because my mom i did the whole like prep y'all if you're not from the south (sighs) talk about Texas thing to like the six months leading up to college, even if you don't know, if you want to be in a sorority, you literally have to get like reference letters from like people all. I just remember driving all over Fort worth, dropping off like gift baskets and it was a whole fucking thing. Oh, Alabama. So there's a difference between there's a wreck and there's a letter and you have to get a certain amount of each. And I think Alabama was like two wrecks and like 15 letter i mean it was something oh my. i would rather die I'd rather i know die. i would be like hell no i went through that whole process just because my mom was like i want you to be able to rush if you want to if you want to yeah and i went to but i ended up just immediately loving all the girls in my hall they're like still my best friends and right. so very quickly in college i was like i don't feel like i'm needing the like opportunity to meet people i like meshed with my hall exactly um, yeah but i went to one my mom was like just go to the thing and i showed up and I literally just looked around. I walked into this giant room and I looked around me and looked at all the girls. And this woman comes up to me and she was like, hi, do you know where you're supposed to be? And I just looked at her and I was like, yeah. And Not I here. <laughs> <laughs> and that was as much rushing as I did. Yeah. I mean, my, I mean, we can, we, we can get back to the show, but my, my rushing experience <laughs> no, was. No, never. No, never. Um, I got into it later in college because I also clicked with people kind of in yeah. my dorm and then also just like random music people and whatever and it was kind of great to have kind of two groups like that but what was great about Belmont was like yeah I got into it later on um well it's nice that it's chill that you can do that right well what was cool there was four sororities it was so chill and it was so cute because like because our Texas moms are so prepped to do that like I had Rex and stuff for Theta (laughs) because like they're like can I just please write you one I'm like sure I don't really need it they're really chill but like go for it so that was nice too. that's cool yeah well I knew we had to talk about college a little bit with all the like senior getting into school and stuff but also shout out if you were in a sorority I know lots of people 
including yeah. Monica, who Hello. had wonderful sorority experiences. I know I kind of shit on them sometimes, but no, like, and the stereotype is just like, so valid. And the sororities where I was were not. Yes, totally. What we all Monica experience and what some some people have had some lovely people experiences, experience. and I think that's wonderful. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. If anyone's a find me out there, let me know. Yeah, and if I had gone to a southern school like TU, <laughs> right. TU. Good lord! Oh my god! I know. I've I don't think I would have rushed if I went to a big school like that. Oh, I would have been fucking terrified too. I've yeah. heard horror stories so many. One yeah. of the scariest for me is that not only do they tell you what to wear before every event, like you have to wear white, you're like you have to drop probably like two hundred fifty bucks on an outfit for every event. Oh yeah, because you got to wear. It, the second somebody tells me what color, like some other girls, like you have to wear white and red I'm shoes out. to this event, I'd be like, oh, fuck off. I will yeah. show up in black. Like, right. don't tell oh. me what to wear. Yeah. They always laugh at me because I never did what I was supposed to do. I never wore the shoes I was supposed to. Yeah. Monica, I'm I like, I'm sorry. I'm not going to do it. I just want to get to know y'all. That, like, but I'm not going to conform. <laughs> yeah. I don't do that group conformity thing well. I don't really do but that. But I've heard stories about how they make you leave your shoes off outside they make you take your shoes off and leave them outside, and then they check the labels on all of the shoes. Oh, gross! Ugh, I hate that. I'm like, I know oh my there's... god, there's no environment where I would do more poorly in than that no. one. <laughs> oh no, my shoes are from like DSW from like 2010, like they're yeah. from 20 years ago, 10 years ago. Yeah, I've I've heard horror stories like that, and I never could have done that. So, one thing we don't like about the South: don't be mean. Don't be mean. Be your, be your own person. Don't let people, I mean, even in high school, I remember like for our howdy dances or whatever, my friends be like, you have to get this tank from this store. And and I'm like, fuck that. I'm just going to get something that looks like it. And whatever. My mom's not going to buy me that like expensive. Sometimes it wasn't even expensive. It was just like, it has to be the same. And I'd be like, why? Like, no, no. (laughs) sorry. I do what I want, bitch. Exactly. And I, I think just to put a pin in this, I think we both went to perfect schools for us because we were able to I felt like Belmont and Colorado felt like that it felt like the kind of oddball out of your friend group all went to that school so it was like you were kind of the one that was a little different and then we were like oh we all found each other totally college is awesome because you can if you're lucky to find a wonderful friend group you can be like oh my gosh like that these are my people feeling yeah yeah. I never had I like I struggled in Texas as Monica remembers like (laughs) I I did like okay. Yeah. I enjoyed my childhood there, but like I didn't fit in. I struggled with the girl, like making girlfriends, and it was tough. It was just hard. And I got to Colorado, and like there were other girls who just like were in Birkenstocks and wanted to camp and smoke weed. And I was like, right. oh okay, oh these are my oh, people. <laughs> yeah, there you are. <laughs> well, we're not bums. We worked hard and right, exactly. We but we had fun. Isn't I know it's cute. <laughs> my my friend Addison that was on. OC interrupt us part two. The way that we met was we were at a sorority thing very early on. I was so scared that I joined like the crazy one that like, cause people were telling yeah. me like, Oh, find kind of like the party one. I was like, Oh shit. And I heard her behind me go, yeah, I didn't really drink in high school. I literally turned around and I go, hi, my You're name's like, Monica. Be my friend. <laughs> Stuck my hand in her face. Yeah. Now we're best friends. <laughs> yeah. yeah. My original college roommate, shout out, uh, Katie Boo Ross. Yes. Yeah, still a good Artiste. friend of mine. Um, yeah, she's an amazing musician. Kathleen, look her up on Spotify. She lives in LA. She's big. She's big. Um, but to get to know each other, like before we had met over the summer, we we were just like texting and we realized we had a lot in common and we just bought a tic- tickets to Red Rocks 
there was like a show oh, I like that. three days after classes started. So right at the beginning of the year and it was Mumford and Sons oh, at Red yes. Rocks. And I was like, why don't we just get tickets let's to the show yeah. and let's let this be like the first thing we do together. Um, and it was one of my favorite Red Rocks shows ever. And That's I've amazing. lived here for almost 10 years. That's perfect. Shout out Mumford and Sons. Shout out Mumford. Oh, and I met Hunter two, de- um, two nights oh, ago. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And her she's mom, who is so cool. Oh, we yeah. talked a lot about music. <laughs> the, she's like exactly so chill. The same. Yeah, she's like the chillest God. mom I've ever met. Yeah. Yep, they're adorable. Anywho, okay, back Anywho. to our show. Yes. So speaking of colleges, mm-hmm. so Matt is officially going to the Art Institute in Chicago's. Right. Or as of the beginning of the episode, he's officially going. Yes. Yes. And, and then, then we have Tim and Lila <laughs> going to San Antonio State. Yes, together. And that's all we really talk fine. about, right? Although at the time, early or like mid, early aughts, whatever, community colleges were still kind of like. I think it's fine for Tim, upon, but I know? love. I mean, we'll get there. But I love that Lila yeah. decides. I mean, she, come on, and that Tim is just like we all go. know. You like, don't want to be the don't girl go to this that, like, crap school with me. Well, and you don't want to be the person that's like following somebody no to a school, y'all. College is not that. It's it's great. Yeah. But like, this is what I told my little brother when he was looking, because especially in some bubbles, like the one that Monica and I were in the college search, they make it so fucking intense. Yes. And I remember somebody said to me, maybe it was Mr. Worrell, one of our teachers oh, in high school. Sweet. I can't remember. But somebody was just like, it's college. You're going to have a great time and you're going to learn a lot. Exactly. Like, it really doesn't matter a ton where you go. Yeah. You're going to go and you're going to be fine. <laughs> Well, it, but it's funny, though. I mean, just to play devil's avocado, I also <laughs> think it is an important decision. I do think we put too much. We put way too much weight on it. But yes. when you think about the course of your life, like it, I mean, you're still in Denver. Like you fell in True, love with Colorado. Like, like I lived in Nashville for a while. You can look at that retroactively. And, but yeah. when you're looking forward, it's just right. like you don't know how either of those things are going to play out totally. in your trajectory. But like. I don't know. I'm always just kind of like everybody relax about the college thing, at least for like most for kids who are, are so like stressed. all. Yes. Yeah, so make themselves crazy. And they're picking between like 12 schools, you know, yeah. and I'm just like, yeah, do not apply college. to a million like, schools. Yeah. yeah. Like you're gonna have I think that this decision between going to like community college at home and going to like a competitive school far away is very different. Yes. But in general, just like choosing between like 12 different school like it's college you're it's gonna college. you're gonna it's be gonna okay be it will yeah. form your identity in some way yeah it's but important you can't, like but that's true it's like you can't yeah. predict what that's gonna look like so just yeah i applied to, i think five or six like i didn't apply to yeah, 15 I did schools the same. um and then okay so but then we find out that coach taylor eric's contract is up for renewal yes so that was kind of like tossed in it seems kind like- of late and We'll get into it more, but I'm, I'm a little confused by this plot line. Um, I mean, we also see he's going to recruit, even though they're not calling it recruiting because that's illegal that Wade and Joe have already been there talking to this guy. Um, yeah. So it seems like the redistricting thing has been approved, but we didn't have that moment. Right. And I'm just like, okay, let's just talk about it now. I'm, I'm like, okay. I understand the, like, you know, they obviously didn't go to state last time they lost state this year there's awkwardness there's power struggle whatever 
the fact that they're kicking coach Taylor out is not totally unbelievable to me, but the fact that no one like stood up in that meeting for him, like why is no one fighting for coach Taylor? Like there's still people that love him. I think that not winning state was a big deal. Yeah. And I think that it has less to do with coach Taylor and more to do with the McCoys. Yeah. I think that's right. And Wade or yeah. Wade, I coach Wade Aikman or whatever. Um, because I think that it's not, it's no joke that his money and influence has swayed yeah. all of the boosters. Like they're Swayed on Aikman. Swayed Aikman. Um. Oh. <laughs> no. Nailed it. That is. Swayed Aikman. There you go. There, there it is. You got there. I got there. Um, I think that coach or Mr. McCoy's influence and money has played a power role and that Wade Aikman feels like young and professional and that they think that I, I just feel like, um, that's right. I think there was was kind of old school and like his attachment to Saracen and things like that, like hurt him and were pissed at him this season. There's some, you know, hush money going around i'm sure there's yes there's weird stuff that we didn't see behind the scenes of like if you if you go with coach we're not gonna spend this much money on the team so that okay that helps what i think too yeah yeah i think it has much more to do with mr mccoy and wade aikman solidifying their control yeah and much less to do with coach and and him feeling like a little old school to them i think they want fresh meat fresh meat but that that meeting did feel well we'll get there but yeah um but yeah i did i just found it surprising that like all of a sudden his contract is up for renewal like he didn't know right in advance that it would be up for renewal at the end of this year like that was weird i feel like that's something you would be pretty aware of yeah it just felt a little rushed yeah, I again like they didn't talk about it before this, right? Right. I like the results of this plot line. I just thought it could have been planted a little bit earlier. Same. Not obviously the Joe McCoy stuff has happened since episode one, but just the fact that he's the, like, being phased whole, out. Like Wade Aikman versus Coach Taylor thing that could have been played more. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But and they like we liked Wade Aikman. Yeah. Up until this point, like he was never. He's not a bad guy. They didn't really like solidify him as like the vice president to Mr. McCoy, you know, like right. until this. I didn't know that he would be up for up against Coach. I know. I think they should have. Yeah, I think they should have given Wade more airtime this whole season, where you yeah. he's likable, yeah, and, then he, and then you kind of start seeing the Joe influences and yeah. the puppet strings. That would have been interesting. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he's literally. I we could probably count on one hand the amount of lines he's had. Right. But you know what I liked about the scene with Lila and Buddy and Tammy was Tammy's sleeveless dark top and <gasps> hoops. <gasps> fashion, fashion. I have so much to unpack. I I thought we should just like get to it. Let's just Let's do go. it. Yeah. Okay. Did you First like her note, sleeveless dark top? hoops i did like it right wait are you talking about tammy's tammy's okay because i also loved lila's purple sleeveless top that had the little like um seam right under the boobs Mm -hmm. whatever that's called 
uh, it's called seam under the boob seam mm-hmm. under boob mm-hmm. it's, um, it's you know the, the sequel to old man in the sea yes semen. right after he gets the pearl semen. oh no wait that's something different <laughs> right <laughs> that's the pearl <laughs> which fuck that book i hate fuck that book. that book oh my god so boring um i laughed because all of the scenes with billy and tim at the auction and whatever billy's wearing a landing strip t-shirt <laughs> which like isn't that that. weird i just thought it was funny that's pretty funny i just love that level of detail oh yeah um i also wrote this is probably from the booster meeting or whatever but i wrote i fucking hate joe mccoy's stupid little reading glasses oh same (laughs) they're always perched on his nose yeah it's like at the end of his nose like he's fucking santa claus but like evil (laughs) freaking chris kringle yeah yeah i'm like get those off is that his name chris kringle I don't understand the Kris Kringle versus Santa Santa Claus relation. Yeah. (laughs) I agree. So we'll just skip over that. (laughs) Yeah. I'm going to look it up while you said Someone explain it to us. Kris Kringle with a K. Synonym synonym of Christ kind. A personification of of the baby Jesus. What? So... Chris Kringle is Jesus, not Santa Claus. In case you didn't know, Chris Kringle is sweet Son baby Jesus. In case you ever wanted to see him as an old man. I'm we'll fact check that next time because I can't get into the I this is confusing. That seems no synonym, synonym of Santa Claus. Cinnamon of Santa Claus. Santa Claus, cinnamon, baby Jesus. Santa Claus. I mean We'll look into it more. Yeah, I don't believe in Jesus Christ. I believe in Santa Claus, Chris Kringle. Same. Amen. What about Julie's maroon long sleeve when she gets her I new car? I did like that. Yeah. That was cute. And I also wrote that I liked her kind of messy low pony at the moment when she gets her car. She looks very cute. Very cute. And I loved her. I have another Julie note. I loved her dress that she wore to the wedding. It's yeah. like a cute kind of brown autumn autumnal, autumnal. tone mm. thing. And she had her crimped hair, which I love. Except yeah. why don't they do her fucking bangs? <laughs> like they crimp all of her hair except for her bangs. Just, just. It's so weird. I don't get it. I think that's it's early so weird 2000s that they're though. straight. I, I just guess. I still don't know if crimped bangs would look good, though. But like but at I know least like kind of give them some body some and pin them we've, back we've or something. I know, but like it's so weird that they're just straight or <laughs> I know. Also, this isn't fashion, but I loved the scene of like him. I mean, uh, Julie and Landry just dancing together like as buds. Yes, it was really very cute. cute. I love the Julie Landry friendship. Same. Okay, so many wedding things. Yes, the bridesmaids' dresses. Um, mm-hmm. Love them. <laughs> For Mindy, they yep. are basically hot pink, like shiny satin halter tops, right? With a drop waist, <laughs> which I think that we can all agree is the most universally unflattering look on a woman. Agreed. It's the like below the butt drop waist, like twenties <laughs> flapper girl kind of thing. Like it doesn't yes. look good on anybody. It doesn't right? look good. And I mean, it was just below the line of the classy crack. I think it right. kind of, you know, Which worked I with that theme. Wasn't sure. I was like, wait, does Mindy wear the that same dress? She does. Which, thank God, she I love does. that con- continuity. Same. It has the giant butterfly on the back. Incredible, incredible. So good. I love you because I know it and I can feel it. I can feel it because <laughs> every know, time I look at you, I feel it. Line. 
Um, <sighs> I I love so I did actually love the guy's white tuxedos. <laughs> Very cute. I love white tuxedos. The pink was heinous, but yes. I did I the white and the cowboy hats. I would never have that, but I thought course, it was adorable. But it was very cute. <laughs> yes. And uh, but the pink cummerbunds were killing me. <laughs> Tammy's green dress. Yes. Tammy looks great. Yeah. Honestly, don't we all look good in hunter green, right? Yeah. It's not like yeah. universally flattering color. I think it's yeah, like on any skin tone, any yeah. 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 It just looks good. Just looks good. Um, and then speaking of green, I also loved Lorraine in her little. I wrote skirt suit question mark. Is that like I? Is that yeah. what they're called? You know, like what Emily Gilmore always wears. Pants, it's like a skirt. No, I know, but it's not a pantsuit. It's not a pantsuit. I want to call it a pantsuit, but it's a skirt and a blazer. Right. I'm calling it a skirt suit. A skirt suit. But yeah, Emily Gilmore. Very Emily Gilmore. Them. Yeah. Yes. But Lorraine's was really cute. Yeah. It was well like done. dark. Yeah, it was like dark green with little gold flowers. I yeah. just loved seeing her all dressed up for the wedding. I know. It's adorable. Okay. I would love to play just a tiny little clip of Landry and Tyra. It was okay, just a yes, funny. Please do. A very funny monotone Landry moment. How you doing? What's up? doing okay i love that little it's clip. so cute and he's like yes you good you good you good or what cutie patooties cutie pooties cutie pooties, cutie pooties. <laughs> um okay so what do we think about this scene of coach confronting mm. joe mccoy awkward yeah and joe mccoy is like he was like trying to come off like a badass mob boss but he's like holding a like dasani water bottle water bottle I know. He's like, you want some water? Like, at least like, like no. make it a cigar or something. <laughs> I know. Or like a little West whiskey. Yeah. A little squatch. Yeah. But like the, one of the plot discontinuities or whatever Plot-bles. that I was kind of like, was the M- McCoy stuff. I mean, I guess all of the child like CPS things would have settled by now. Yeah. But he didn't have a but, Like didn't, wouldn't he have lost his clout? Right. In the city. Like, wouldn't that all of Dylan have talked about that? You know, like, I, I know. just find it surprising that he has all this, like, power right now. Yeah, I agree. And that it wouldn't even come up with them. Like, yeah. Joe, it would, like, wouldn't. Like, it's I mean, clear obviously, that he has, like, a vendetta. Right. Like, Joe's been hungry for power since the beginning. But this could have oh, added to his, his, like, you know, this could have fueled the flames a little bit to be, like, fan the flames. Um to be like yeah and also you stuck cps on my family so like fuck you i mean there could have been more yeah they could have brought that kind of in and i guess it was like five months ago or whatever but i think for the viewer i would have liked their feud to be a little more informed and i was just a little dubious that like joe mccoy actually was like wielding that much power with the you know after that something like that but i guess maybe i don't know maybe people didn't care people didn't care um, but yeah, that scene was very like, I don't know. We've seen coach confront Joe McCoy before. And it seems yeah. like when he really throws the gauntlet down, Joe McCoy will kind of like, Ooh, take right. a step back. But this was a very confident yeah. Mr. McCoy. Like nothing. And just being like, I don't care. You don't, don't have, care. you don't have any say here. Yeah. Which was kind of interesting to see coach like as a weak 
or like from a week perspective. Yeah. What about Tyra going to UT? What do we think about that? I think it's perfect for her. I love it. Me too. I thought that was also a great shot too of you were talking about um, it was obviously the campus because of the fountain uh, with Mm -hmm. Landry. Like they kind of like hold hands, like squeeze their hands and they walk off and it kind of like showed him in the back. Like that. It was cute. Although I was like, is she really that surprised that a thousand people get waitlisted? It's fucking UT. I was like, that makes It's not like this is the dark ages. This is 2009. (laughs) They have like 50,000 students. BC. Right. Come on. Yeah. Yeah, I was a little naive, but also kind of tracked because she doesn't really know about college yeah. in general. So have, she like, doesn't no know how many college, people are on the yeah. list. No older siblings, like no one else in your family has been. Yeah, that exactly. Um, yeah, loved Billy and Tim's stuff this episode. That might have been my favorite Me too. I know. Okay, well, let's play the um, Landry and Tyra in the field. Yes. And and then we'll we'll play the Tim and Billy. Okay, yeah. Into that. One in a thousand. One in a thousand. You know what, they should just tell you on the application, do not apply. I mean, what the hell? You know what, it's fine, it's fine. Cause you know what, I have a great job at Applebee's and, and my sister can get me a job at the landing strip in no time, you know? And you and I, well, you know, why don't we just get married and start popping them out? Cause I'm gonna be here forever, it seems, obviously. Okay, that's, one in a thousand. I can't take this for one second. Like, I cannot doing? take you talking for another two hours with this. I... Landry! What the hell are you doing? We're in the middle of nowhere. I, I, cannot, I cannot take you feeling sorry for yourself, Tyra. You care so much about what everyone else thinks about you and, and what, what some idiot in some college thinks Besides about you. Andrew, it's can't. not just one idiot, okay? should have sworn we when it was for no, Tyra. When so many yeah. people tell you one thing about yourself, you start to believe it, okay? At first I was landing that so I was you know what? Screw you. Which was perfect. Screw you, Mr. 4.2 GPA. You can go wherever the hell you want. Yeah. Screw you, you don't have a clue what my life's like or how hard this has been, how hard I've worked. That I've worked since I was 13 to freaking get here. You don't understand. Don't you just stop it for one second? Okay, I, I, I don't I don't care what anyone else thinks about you. I don't care what, what, what a counselor thinks about you. I, I don't care what you think about yourself, but I believe in you, okay? I could care less what anyone else thinks. I believe in you. And I want this for you more than anything. But you, you've just got to start believing in yourself, Tyra. It was perfect because at first you're like kind of on Landry's side and then you're like, yeah, like you kind of forget Tyra's history because yes. you're kind of like, they're both underprivileged, but like Landry's, you know, he has two parents he has a more of a stable household like and And this was something that i was sensitive to also where it's Mm -hmm. like there's a difference between caring what people think about you and trying to change the idea that people have of you because of preconceived notions like yes i didn't go through the same things as tyra but like I had two older siblings who were like fucking brainiacs and set like a really, really impressive and competitive precedent before me. And I have been fighting the like stupid notion or like that. I, yeah, yeah, whatever. Like I've been, I felt that big time. Like when you've been fighting, it's not that I like care what everybody thinks about me. I notoriously don't. (laughs) Right. Right. I I, notoriously don't. (laughs) But I care a lot 
what people's perception of my of me and my goals and I I don't know there's just a difference there and I understood where she was coming from when she's like when you've been fighting against something your whole life that's different from like I care I want that's different from Landry saying I want people to think that I'm good looking or whatever it's different from like people making assumptions about you and you wanting to change that that's not the same thing as caring about what people think of you and she's been this like stereotype of a dumb you know slutty girl or whatever girl yeah like since you know probably from 13 to 16 or whatever now just these last couple years she's working to change that stereotype and yeah it's not just about like what people think of her it's like a lot yeah it's like it's not just about what people think of her it's about changing the entire narrative of her story yes so that like she can actually she can believe in herself other people can believe in herself she can envision a new reality yeah yeah and i think it's that classic battle that like now is a huge part of our like dialogue in 2021 right. of like when you don't necessarily understand something because it was handed to you right and that doesn't mean that like you didn't have other struggles or that sure. things were yeah. hard but like landry has always been smart and that hasn't been something he's had to prove to people and so, like, yeah. yeah, he doesn't understand the walls that Tyra has gone up against to, yeah, not change what people think about her, but to change her narrative. Right. Those are very different things. Different things. So, yeah, I like I was, like, on Tyra or on Landry's side, and I was, like, I mean, I always love a, like, don't pity party pep talk. Yeah. But then I was, like, wait, no, she's right. And yeah. he doesn't understand how much she's been pushing against and how much is weighing on this. Totally. All right. Let's see. So yeah, let's we will do... we will talk about that conclusion in a little bit. Mm-hmm. But we're gonna play this awesome scene that reveals something with Tim and Billy. And I also just loved. Oh, yes. Before they start having their heart to heart, Tim's like, "Where's the me time at college? Like, I'm just telling you my deal. Like, I'm just trying to open up to you." <laughs> and Billy's like, "Shut I know, up." Tim <laughs> has some like subtle, hilarious lines in this Agreed. episode. He's like, "I got this class and this class. Where's, where's the Tim time? Woo! There it is. There she is. <laughs> it's gonna but be then, like a huge spike on my track. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That'll be like the clap. That'll be a clap. But then after our, all the kind of funniness there's this really sweet moment sitting around all day fixing cars drinking beer yeah anyway it better work mindy's pregnant what say that again mindy's pregnant for real yeah, 100%. Tim is Don't go so telling tickled. everybody about this no, either. I know. 100%. This is my we have a little football coming our way. Same. Something like that. Are you kidding me? Hey. Are you kidding me? Hey. Congratulations. Don't go to Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. You got a kid in your own business? That's incredible. Get off of me. No. No, it's so cute. Such a brother brother moment. Also, I just loved how much how excited he was. Just like I know, and like, and then for that to just turn into like wrestling, and for them to be like, get off me, like wrestling. I have two brothers, and that is just it was such an accurate dynamic. Yeah, yes, yeah. It felt so accurate. It was so like playful and youthful. Yes, and yeah, it made me cry. It was so sweet. Me too. That was I. I think 
the this episode didn't like hit me in the gut like yeah last week or the one before it did but right. this moment was there were two moments this one and i'll save as a surprise the other one that like made me cry um but yeah, yeah. this was maybe my favorite moment of the episode i just love how like it. they're hugging and then they just start like wrestling he and then up, he's like ah. he <laughs> yeah again on the side of the highway like in a random texas field with like right. a fucking longhorn in their trunk <laughs> yeah it's so cute he's like congratulations so man like come you're on. gonna have a little football, little football coming our way <laughs> so cute uh, so cute. oh i loved it so much okay one quick question before we move on to the next clip yeah in the scene where julie gets her car mm-hmm. shouldn't gracie bell be older shouldn't gracie bell be oh she should be five like months a, older no like a year old now yeah at least maybe that was she was or well Maybe not. I don't know. I'm having trouble tracking that timeline, but I feel like the baby should be bigger. I guess she, so she got pregnant at state, at last year's state. Two, no, so two maybe years not. ago. Maybe not. No, wait. She was pregnant at the end of season one. So she has the baby at the beginning of season two. Yeah, the baby should be over a year the baby, now. Yeah, the baby should it be should bigger. It should be at least like squawking or like crawling squawking, around. Maybe crawling. Yeah, that that's like true. A, that was like a eight month old baby yeah yeah that was that was off anyways i mean we've got issues with the exactly baby timeline in general mm-hmm. but i just noted i was like shouldn't that baby be bigger <laughs> right. well i'm gonna see if this is the scene that you also cried at All right what are you talking about yeah. what is that it's not but i loved this I, what is it it's from ut no. oh my god just oh, oh, say oh. Just wait like a couple I love that she runs out for Landry. Landry! Texas moment, he hops the like cow fence. Yes. Is that the letter? It's thin. I don't know what that means. That doesn't mean anything. It just means that all letters are thin. Are you going to open it? All letters are thin. Look at me. You deserve this, okay? I can honestly say you have worked harder than anyone could have worked for this, okay? I love you no matter what. I promise. I love the love you. I know they're like so solid. What did I tell you? (laughs) 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 Oh, so sweet. I couldn't have gotten into it. Did you have a exciting like get into college moment like that? Yes. I mean, I had a couple. It was funny. I mean, you know how funny my family is like I I was bummed because I had gone to school and people had heard they got into TCU and I hadn't gotten mine yet. And I was like, come on, like my backup school. Mm -hmm. I got in the honors college and got a pretty good scholarship. But I didn't apply to a single school in Texas. Really? (laughs) I only applied to TCU (laughs) and SMU. And I um I got in both and but I so I had finally played in a varsity basketball game and I had scored and my family wasn't there so I was like kind of I was kind of like sad that they didn't see me score and I came home and I was like telling my mom about it that I was excited and she was like not excited and then she was like well (laughs) 
your she goes you didn't put up your laundry it's like in your room and i was like fine and i like went upstairs and i like kind of started crying and then i was like wait is my tcu letter gonna be up there on the clothes <laughs> and i went up there and it was like in the pile of clothes oh yes yeah, so that so was really cute. sweet but the best was belmont um i <laughs> i of course waited to the very end to submit for songwriting and then the lady emailed me back and she goes, Hey, this is great. Cause I had to send like a portfolio of some songs I'd written and whatever. And she was like, but I didn't get your short answer questions or your answers. And I'm thinking what short answers? <laughs> like, I don't know what that is. So then I was like freaking out. I was at school and I was like, okay, I'm just going to skip my classes. I'm going to write this. Yeah. Go and, that. and most of the things I, I like, um, I showed my mom cause she was a journalism and English major. So she would just like tear it apart. But I was like, I cannot tell her that I forgot to do this. She will kill me. So I just like, she would have. yes. So I skipped my classes, went in the library, wrote the short answers, like read them a million times, like prayed about it. it was like, okay. Emailed <laughs> the lady back and goes, Hey, sorry, I forgot to attach it. Not nice. that I forgot to do it. Right. And so then I came home and my mom was like, okay, you have another, cause I'd gotten into Belmont, the school, but not the program yet. She was like, mm-hmm. you have a letter. And she's like, it's small, which can mean, I was like, I don't know. I don't care. I don't care. I'm <laughs> freaking out. You know, like it could be small. It could be big. I don't know. I open it. I get in, we start jumping up and down. And then I go, okay, now I can finally tell you. And I told her the whole story. And she was like, nice. thank God you didn't tell me what I killed. That was my next question. When yes. did you end up telling her? Exactly. I love that. I had a really cute one with Boston college, my like dream school, which yeah. it ended up not being that y'all things change. Things um, change. But I, it was fun to like get into your, it was, I yes. always liked to be able to say that I got into Boston college because it yes. was a really competitive yeah. <laughs> program. Um, but I had take, oh God, I had taken the ACT so many times. I just like put in so much fucking effort Yeah, and it was, I don't know how kids get their acceptance. I don't think it's the same these days. Like don't they get them electronically or something? I think so. Well, Monica and I were back in the day mm-hmm. when it was straight up Roy Gilmore style, like waiting for the mailman. Yes. And I remember I had, I think Jessica, we had a number of friends who had gotten their responses. Like I knew it was coming any day. Yeah. Um, and responses were, and I had applied, I applied early decision. Oh, right. Um, cause I was like gun ho. Gonna Wait, go. so how, how do you say no to early decision then? Or I guess it was early admission. Or there early was admission. some like other level where it wasn't a full commitment but it was an early deadline um and so and I just remember I would come home from school every single day and sit in the window at the front of my parents house and watch the mailman and you could see with like what he put into the mailbox if it was there or not and I just remember one night I saw like the big a big envelope and I was like oh my god Um, I did not think I was gonna get in it was like it's just a very competitive school. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I remember getting the big envelope and opening, opening it. Best. And my, my whole family was like, ah! oh, like so screaming, fun. jumping up and down. And like, op- you open that big folder and it's just yes. like, welcome to Boston college. You know, it's just yes. like such a cool moment. Yes. I loved watching that for Tyra. Me too. Um, and especially like be waitlisted and get in like, ah. I just loved that. That's such a special so moment. Fun. Such a special moment. And Tyra just deserved yes. it so much. I know. It's very satisfying. Yes. Yeah. Um, so then we get Coach Taylor's speech at the Boosters, which I don't know if we yes. want to play it, but I was kind of like, it's kind I wrote of being iconic. kind of aggressive. Yeah. It was. He was like, I like my job. I'm good at it. I'd like to keep it. It was kind of like a fuck you all. It was weird. It was, he didn't want to be there. I mean, 
again, I think someone should have spoken on his behalf, but I guess that was all part of the story. I because think it's part of it. Like he yeah. doesn't fit into whatever the Panther mold is shifting to be. Right. Right. Like the power dynamic has shifted and he's like, I don't like it here either. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, it so was weird. That just kind of fell I thought flat, he was going to walk in and do like a big coach moment of like, yeah. these are like, I'm a molder of men. Whatever. Right. <laughs> exactly. But he was just kind of like, fuck off fuck all you and right. left and i was like oh, okay so i think it set the stage well for the shift in plot but i was Agreed. surprised i was very much expecting a pep talk <laughs> i know and i but i kind of remember that the speech was a little flat and weird and yeah so i remembered that but it was still just kind of like okay um one tiny note yeah did we think it was weird that buddy dances with angela <laughs> they're like or, there's so many shots of him like putting his arm around her like they're buddy buddy and i'm like I was she like are we setting you? up something between miss colette I know. or I, I think it was more buddy? of like a like a resolve of like they're not mad at each other anymore but pamela's in so california shots but there were so him. many shots and it was just weird i agree they could have done the one where he kind of asked her to dance yeah, that was, was like, cute Ha-ha. like fuck like whatever but yeah. like but then there were like 10 more <laughs> yes like when they were leaving they were like arms around yes. each other i was like stop yeah was that like, was no weird. don't do that yeah i totally agree with you i did love in terms of tiny shots from the wedding i did mm-hmm. love that one tiny random shots. little shot of julie with the spoon on her nose yes <laughs> when she's looking at matt very cute also tiny shots are the only kind of shots that i take same or Anymore. zero or zero tiny or zero um, yeah. Do we want to play any of the Matt and Lorraine stuff? So like Matt yeah, takes, I think we, we should have to that play the clip because it's mostly music. But like when he drops her off, it's so sweet when they're walking yeah. into the community home and they're like arm in arm. And she's bragging. Aww. She's like, this is my grandson. He's a quarterback. So sweet. So yeah, I think we should play when he like goes and gets her. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So- my one note about mm-hmm. the last like 15 minutes or whatever of this episode was and this is my like biggest critique of this mm-hmm. episode is that I was just like bored of the oh I'm gonna leave the town no wait I'll stay for you and I then know. the other person being like no, no leave leave and then no, we watched stay. that four different times I agree it was too much it was too I was like this whole episode could be called DTR it was all about defining the relationship yeah. between everybody like it was when a little... every person was like I have the opportunity to leave. I'm going to skip it for you. Right. And then, yeah, we watched that five times over. Agreed. I was like, and oh, I, okay. I, I kind of, yeah, my whole thing was I love Tim and Lila's resolve because you see them There's starting. My favorite. Tim wants to stay. Lila wants to leave, but they love each other or whatever. So their DTR was really sweet. He comes over with the flower and like all that. That was great. But then the whole Julie, like the white rose yes like fake breaking up with matt and matt's like no okay. like we're i together. almost would like, like to play that scene i did pull a time code if we okay. want to but i yeah just as a representative of all the other like you should leave i'm i'm breaking up we're in. i know also but i wrote i wrote julie where is my note julie is the worst dumper always yes like she's broken up with matt twice now i mean this one didn't stick and it was cute but i was like you've never dumped anybody well like you've dumped him no. twice now terribly she literally in the middle of a wedding just comes over and is like i think we should i think break we should up. break up yeah
want to be all Debbie Downer at the wedding or anything, but I've been thinking. Look, you're going away to college, and you're going to meet new people and have new experiences and take different classes and, and meet a lot of new girls. She spent this time crimping her bangs. I don't want to be that high school couple that has to stay together just to prove everybody wrong and gets in fights all the time over the phone and never sees each other. And That is not the only option. And I love you. I just think we should break up. No. It's not really a yes or no question. Too bad, because we're not breaking up. Julie, I love you. We're going to be fine. Come here. At first, I thought he said, dude. dude it's going to be okay. All right? Like, just was unnecessary. And like it was a cute moment at the end, but I was like, Julie, what the fuck? What the fuck? Like, like, why are like it was almost like I feel like I need to do this to do the right thing, but like she didn't even really mean it. Or in like yeah, like as if she said it with confidence that he would be like, no, right? You know, like what if he had said, yeah, let's break up, and she yeah. was just like, oh, okay. she probably would have been like, what? what? Yes, <laughs> yeah. like it was so cavalier. It was like, so it was cavalier. Just weird. She like yeah. walks over mid song, and it's like, I know, and it's hey. like, hey, not to be a Debbie Downer, but like, should we break up? But then we watched that like five times over. We watched it with Lila and Tim and right. we watched. Yeah. Like I was just, just like, OK, like we did it. We did it, though. But then there's I mean, this... I liked where things landed, but I was just me like, too. How many times did we need to? Well, watch but this let's talk about where this landed here. And that's crazy. No, it's not. Hey, listen, we're going to go to a wedding and then I'm going to take you home for good. Honey, no, you can't do no, that. I can't. Thank you. Honey, Honey, no. Listen, hey, you're the only person who's never left me. I'm not going to leave you. But I was like, Matt, no. she needs okay. to go to the... This was a whole thing. <laughs> I know. Do you mean go back home? Yeah. I'm going to stay here. <laughs> my chair. I'm going to need my chair. <laughs> I had her chair there. Right. I remember watching that for the first time being like, no, like this no. is sweet, but no. Yeah, Which we don't see, know what happens. We'll see. But it's yeah. just... But that didn't, as didn't far as this well. episode goes, that did not... I didn't cry or anything in the episode. I was like, what? No, Matt, what? this has been a whole journey. It's, no, like you're not you're she supposed to go. She needs medical care. Yeah, <laughs> she needs medical care. You need to go to art school. I, I did cry when they showed up at the wedding together and they were dancing. Yes, that was really sweet. That was super cute. Yes. But, but when, yeah, but when I, he came I think to we're not like, supposed bail to... her out, I was like, what? No. What? I know. I, I did think we were not supposed to really love that moment, though. We want him to leave. So. True. Again, to be continued. But although I would say, like with the Matt Lorraine stuff, I was kind of confused on what they wanted us to feel because she's True. been very anti him going to college, and I was like, is this supposed to be like, is he bailing her out? Like, is right. this supposed to be cute? That was the only one storyline that I was kind of like, I'm not sure how they want us to feel about this. True. 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 But the Billy and Tim one was my favorite. Me too. Is that what we want to play? Is that what made you cry? Um, yes. And I think we should just kind of listen to a little bit of the very end too, even though there's no words spoken. Yeah, it just kind of goes into yeah, them. We, yeah, we should just listen to it. Yeah. Tim, after Tim and Lila's DTR, he's like, well, she's not coming, so I don't need to go. And you could, you, yeah. you could see Lila's that. Because Lila's going to go to Vandy. Right. Which I and loved. I did like that. <laughs> I was so happy with that. And I know that 
you know, we've been seeing Tim being like, that's the dream. I want to stay here and help with Rick and Spriggs. We see him fix the car and Billy's like, I don't know how to fix a damn car. And I yeah. just bought a garage. And when we're a little torn, it's great Friday, Friday Night Lights where there's not an easy decision where I'm like, I would... I think it would be great for Tim and Billy to work together and build right. a business. But also you're kind of like, oh, but go to college, go though. To college, and play like football. So and I felt kind of torn. Both of those options seemed. Yes. I also love that, like, they're about to go off in their getaway car. And Mindy's like, what the hell, Tim? <laughs> like, Tim has to I tell know. Billy right now. And I'm like, Tim, you can tell him later. But Billy interrupts their kind of exit, interrupt us, and is all <laughs> excited. And he's like, I'm staying, Riggins Riggs. And Billy's like, what the hell? And then this is Billy's response. You're making money getting off early? No. I'm telling you, you're not getting it, Billy. What? Come here. You listen to me, you little idiot. You're not going to wuss out on this. You're going to go to college and you're going to go get a degree. And I don't care if it takes you seven years, all right? And when you start thinking that it's too hard or that you can't handle it, I want you to remember one thing. I want you to think about the kids that you don't have yet. And I want you to think about my kids. Me and Mindy's kids that we don't have yet. And you're going to get the job done so that one of these days I can tell them that they don't have to settle for second best. That they can be whoever the hell they want to be because their Uncle Timmy went to college. God bless our mom and dad, wherever the hell they are. Yeah. But we got to do better by our kids. Do you hear me? Uncle Timmy. Tim, I thought, do yeah. you hear me? Yeah. Best Uncle Vibes. No. Sexy Uncle Vibes. I gotta get the hell out of here and go to Puerto Rico. So don't torch the house. No promises. No promises. Is Uncle the new daddy? Mmm. Should we start that? I like it. I kind of like it. Uncle. So Billy and Mindy drive off in the sense I love it Mindy's like bawling it's so cute She's I so know happy. I thought that was cute <laughs> so sweet and they're going to Puerto Rico yes I can have a blast what a fun honeymoon yes I just love that moment I love you little idiot you little idiot and it was just so cute and you know what it kind of reminded me of how much mm. Shameless did you watch uh like one episode oh oh yeah you would like it yeah um at least the first few uh seasons for sure yeah but it kind of reminded me of there's a big tension that grows in Shameless. So like one of the older kids, they're all is really smart, which is different than Tim. But <laughs> um, they're all pushing him to go out and go to college. And at one point he breaks, he like leaves college and he's like, fuck you guys for like putting all this pressure on me. Like I'm not the one like it's not my responsibility to represent all your children's futures and all your children's dreams. And like, yeah, it's too much on me to be like the kid that gets out and y'all are all forcing me to be that. Anyways, it was just kind of like an, I love that writing yeah. and that storyline and shameless. And this kind of reminded me a little bit of that. I mean, Tim isn't pushing back, but it just kind of reminded me a little bit of the small town energy of a lot of people putting a lot of, pressure on sort of a singular person to like do it to get out and to totally. prove to us all that it can happen and sometimes that's not that person's like they can't bear everybody's burden yeah um but anyways that's another story but i just found that an interesting dynamic totally um in the small town atmosphere but i love yeah. that he i love that he was wanting to stay i love how much he loves billy i know but i loved i kind of I didn't remember what happened. And yeah. I I could have totally also seen Billy being like, hell yeah, let's do this. Like, I know. Let's build our business. Let's do this together. And I honestly 
would have enjoyed that too. I know. But well, I there's the whole commentary that of he like pushed back. Yes, I love that he pushed back too. I I see both sides. I'm like, I th- I do think we need to give college a little less. Like, if someone yeah. just wants to go into the into the workforce, great. Um, like Tim does need to learn some discipline and stuff. Exactly. Like he- <laughs> and if he has the opportunity and his family hasn't, like, yeah, he should definitely yeah. go. And but we we will see what happens. But then. Yeah, then there's just this kind of unspoken finale. They're driving off in the sunset, and then Coach and Tammy go to visit the new school and see kind of what their future is going to look like. And I love this. It's Dylan High, baby. Gets a little minor, the music. It's almost like mud bully. Yes. Totally mud bully. They need to fix up. Yes, there's like a trash can spilled over. And like as dissonant as the redistricting feels, I'm like, I don't want to not be Panthers and stuff, but I, but I love the idea this. of watching them build. I don't want to watch coach be comfortable with like a no. big Panther team. Anymore. That's exactly I what I want to watch him build something up. Yes. It's like, it was so cool to see the contrast between what Dylan has become now with the jumbotron and all the crap. Yeah. And like, and it is all, it's Wade Aikman. That's it's his Wade, world. That's you know? Wade Aikman. Like, coach, coach Taylor, Taylor built is, it into that. Exactly. And so like, just to see them like go and look at this field that they can yeah build from the ground up they can yeah. help underserved communities like and it made me excited because i'm like too. this is what i like watching him do yes and then i just wrote epic shot which is yeah. your fave frame it's so good Hashtag fave frame. and this is a very iconic frame i mean it, it shows up in the theme song and it's on a lot of yeah you know and promo they also material had a and photographer yeah. for this episode we'll post some of the pictures but there's like a lot of really wonderful professional photos of um the wedding outfits and also this shot for sure this was like a season cover shot i think oh totally season three yeah yeah and i don't think i have any any strays yeah they didn't there was no like moment where they were like we're redistricting blah 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 it was just like they gave wade aikman the job and you're taking east dylan high yeah it was very quiet yeah it was subtle um, but I liked it. I yeah. It made me excited to watch him build up East. I'm like, okay, Tim. I'll watch okay. him build something All from right. the ground up again. Hell yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. Let's go. But it does feel like, I don't know. I think it'll feel more sad when we actually see the change. I know. Right now, them just talking about not being Panthers anymore doesn't feel that real. But like, I know. I know just from having watched before that, like, just even seeing him in, like, the red jacket, I'm like, ah, what the fuck? <laughs> right. <laughs> ah, it feels weird. But the good thing is this isn't a series wrap on a lot of those characters. Um, yeah. It, and we will it, see them a lot less frequently. It a series wrap. <laughs> yeah. We will see them a lot less frequently, especially certain ones. But we will but all we see them again. We have some new people. And we have some new blood coming. I'm so excited for Me the too. change of pace and for all the different characters. Yeah. And... Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. This the next season just there's so much that I don't remember. So I'm right. excited to like almost totally rewatch and I'm just excited for all of the like change of pace, all the contrast, all the like Agreed. different things that'll bring out of our favorite characters. And honestly, season 3 wasn't like huge for Tammy and Eric. No. But we get a lot of them in season 4. Yeah. I'm God. excited. Season three. So where, I mean, where do we kind of, 
is this one of your favorite seasons? What it, what is this like? Stack up to the first two. I like season three, but it's always been a little interim for me. Yeah. Like for the first half of season three, they're kind of like recovering from season two. Yeah. There are parts of season two that I love right. dearly, like the very beginning of season two, the summer opener, all of that stuff are like very classic Friday Night Lights to me. Yeah. And then there are episodes in season three that are like some of my favorite of all time. Me too. Um, and the season three opener was awesome. I remember. Yes. Loving it. Yeah. So I would say like, I think that season three was almost like a little puberty. <laughs> For Friday Night Lights, you know, yeah. like there are some growing pains, but there are also some beautiful new additions. Exactly. Fully formed. Um, but I'm really excited. I. My favorite thing about season three is that they send people away. Yes. But it's also like the saddest part. Like I'm really like I hate to watch some of our favorite characters. Like, I mean, like you said, they'll still be around, but yeah. a little bit less. So, and I like am always so sad to like wish goodbye to some of our OGs. Yeah. But my favorite thing about season three is that they pull that plug. Me too. And that we get a fresh story for season four because it's time. Yeah. And I they totally like make the right excited choice. to dive into it. And it's yeah, it feel like if you're feeling it emotionally, like you're sad to see them go, that means they did it at the right time. Totally. That's so good. Because when they wait too long, that's when, you know, there's just such a different atmosphere mm-hmm. and like you get pissed about all these like it's all chaos if you're just sad to see the characters go that means that it was the perfect send off and yeah. i think as far as finales go i kind of see i don't know if this is fair but i kind of see the penultimate and this episode as one for season three as the finale because of state and yeah. all that so i still think number one is season one finale is king um but i would rank this yeah. kind of two episode second i remember this the season two finale is the like jason street's girlfriend's aaron's pregnant there's like oh yeah and it kind of like it was kind of abrupt like yeah so still a great finale season one finale is unmatched but i think that i like the penultimate of season three state yeah better than season one finale it was really good it was really good yeah i think it's the last two episodes yeah totally ripped me so good and this one was enjoyable, but I think it was mostly them just kind of tying a ribbon a little bit on the yeah. fact that they get a season four. <laughs> you know what? It felt more like an epilogue than a finale. Like yes. last episode felt totally like the agree. finale. Yeah. You want to wrap it up? Yeah. I'm good to rate if you want. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, I'll just kind of continue with these thoughts. Um, yeah. It felt more like an epilogue than a finale, but I still had moments of tears and, um, just sweet moments that felt right. And Carly nailed it saying that like, if you feel sad, if you feel like it's almost a little too soon or whatever, like that's how it should feel. Cause that's how graduating and moving away feels like it feels like kind of a, you know, mm-hmm. a, a cord pulled a plug cut, cut, cutting the cord, cutting the cord, cut the cord. So yeah. And I loved how Tim and Lila's, uh, relationship goes. I love Tim and Billy. The moment 
by the highway was my favorite for sure. But I also yeah. love seeing Tyra get what she has been dreaming of and, and seeing that tension between the her dreams. and Landry of like, believe in yourself. But I do, this but I haven't been so dreams. long and I'm, I'm rewriting my story and all that. So I think it's a solid episode. Nothing epic, nothing amazing. I'm going to give it a, an eight out of 10. Um, oh shoot. An eight out of 10 owls that look like deer's butts. Nice. Um, yeah, I totally agree. I, this episode didn't like floor me or anything. The, um, but I think that's the perfect description that this was more of like a little bit of an epilogue and just setting up the next season. And last week's episode at state was much more of a finale feel. And, but there were things, there were some things I didn't love, like the coach and Wade Aikman tension seemed really out of the blue. Um, but like they've introduced the redistricting. I'm on board with that change of plot. Yeah. Um, and I liked how they set it up at the end with, uh, Tammy and Eric sort of surveying their new province. And, and I loved that. Everything. And I love the wedding. (laughs) It was super fun. But there just wasn't like a ton. Yeah, it was so much more epilogue Like there just wasn't a lot going on other than tension between our favorite characters leaving home. Um, mm-hmm. And their, the tension between them and their loved ones, like wanting them or them wanting to stay with them. So I don't know. That kind of became grating on me. But I enjoyed so much just seeing the continuity of all of our these relationships we spent the season building and like throughout the summer, like Tyra and Landry still being together and Matt and Julie and Tim and Lila feeling so lived in all of those things, I think made this episode and made the whole season worth it. Yeah. Um, and so I love that. And I think they framed the next season. Well, I just think that this episode was like, it was a little clunky, but that last yeah. shot, that last setup was perfect. I mean, it, it, yeah, yeah. It was just like a little bit of an afterthought. Um, I think you could just sort of tell that they were straddling between like, is this a series wrap or not? Or like, I don't know. Um, But I enjoyed what they're setting up and I enjoyed what they're closing. But as an episode as a whole, it was not my favorite. I would give it, I'm going to give it like a seven and a half Longhorns from the auction. (laughs) That should not have been purchased. Yeah. Um, but like, I very much enjoyed it, but just like, yeah. Yeah. As a standalone episode, it didn't make me like really like cry or I don't know. I just, I enjoyed it as a, as a bow tie on what we just, what we just did for season three, which was wonderful. Yeah. So guys, we'll, we'll see you at East Dillon. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Wow. It's going to be totally different when we come back. Yeah. And we're going to have and some bonus apps so in between. So stay tuned for that. Yeah. We we're going to take a wee for... break in between seasons, but yeah. we're going to still have some exciting stuff for y'all. Send us your letters for Lorraine on yes. our website, txforeverpod.com. There's a form right there or just DM us, whatever you want. Um, but thanks for sticking with us. Season three has been wonderful yeah. and one of my favorite seasons of the whole show. Sure. But I'm so excited for like, fucking change up y'all right? season four and yeah 
Yeah. I'm new just blood, excited. New colors. Fresh blood. New team. We will see. New us. New, new Monica us. and Curly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> we should probably stay the same. Probably. I, I like us the way we are. I'm okay with it. Yeah. So, guys, you can always follow us at TX Forever Pod. You can follow Carly at cool.cactus.media. You can follow me at Monica Moser. I'm now on TikTok as well. So follow me at Monica Moser. Yeah, underscore. get that TikTok. Get that TikTok. <laughs> and listen to our single Devil Town. And stay tuned for some interim eps before season four. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Catch us in season four soon. We'll take a wee break. Yeah. Um, but check out our TX talks with yeah. our cast members. Um, and then we'll, yeah, we've got some exciting, um, stuff coming up in between the seasons. And then soon we will see y'all under the lights at East Dillon. We're just going to be a little east of where we've been. And And don't forget to rate and review. Yes. When you On Apple Pods. And And you can join our Facebook group at Night Lights. Panther Bride. Yes. So we love our Panther Pride. Come join us. It's fun. It's fun up there in that group. Are we going to become the lion's den or I do love the lion's den, right? That's kind of fun. We can kind I don't of know. Y'all let us bit. know. Um, maybe we'll do a poll on our Instagram. Yeah. Of if we want to change from Panther pride to lion's den. So stay tuned for our rebrand. We love you guys. We will see you we soon. We love y'all. <laughs> Juno. Okay, go get him. It's Grant. Oh, all of this, uh, We'd have Grant come say clear eyes, full full hearts with us. Oh, yeah, Grant. We're just signing off. Come say clear eyes, full hearts with us. This is our our little Wobby Wob. Yes. Juno. Grant just walked in, um, our our lovely sound engineer. Hello. We'll do a little clear eyes, full hearts. Yeah, Grant, kick us off. Say clear eyes. Oh, you can't hear me. Tell him to say clear eyes. Oh, oh, you can't hear. Sorry. (laughs) Say, Say clear eyes. Clear eyes. Full hearts. Can't lose. Bye, y'all. See you soon. All my friends were vampires. Didn't know they were vampires. Turns out I was a vampire myself in the devil town.